Oh, God. King this, of Monsters. Okay, yeah. This is what? Uh, 33.7. Light of X. Did, did we make a mistake and not include Deadpool in this entire run? No. So yeah, it's, I did my research. This is the only tie-in issue. I know, Deadpool. but he wants to be included. And yes, he, I, I know, yeah. Not like being excluded. Yeah, no, he's not invited. But, I mean, don't be a fascist. Like, he's not, he's not, yeah, that's all he guy's saying, right? <laughs> he was amazing. Like, the whole issue starts off with him just upset with where he is in his life. Even though it seems like he's got a new a clique, a gang, and shit's going on in New York where he's, yeah, he's king of monsters. Yeah. Which is a, a, another just run that we should probably give attention to at some point. But, like, he's walking around with a crown, literally saying, I'm the king of monsters. Amazing. Yeah, he's yeah, live, residing in uh, on Staten Island with, yep. with his posse, the Nightwolf. Nightwolf, Jeff the Land Shark thing, Elsa yep. Bloodstone, and Jelby. Jelby, Jelby's amazing. And <laughs> living his adventures, but in Dare, Darepool, sorry, in Deadpool fashion, he gets a random idea of, hey man, I want to go to Krakoa. <laughs> Why am I not at Krakoa? Yeah. I am at Krakoa. <laughs> and that's it. Like, that's how the whole issue kind of starts. He's like, I want to go this way. Yeah, he's mad that he wasn't invited. Right? He's, he's FOMO. He's got that FOMO shit and going then, on. Where he... I literally wrote, he's pissy about not being invited to Krakoa. Yeah. And works on trying to get through the gate. So you'd be like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm invited. And it's funny how he gets through the gate too, right? Because he's, he's not a mutant, so he can't go through it. So, no. But his boy Jelby is. So they, him and Jeff, that land. Was, is he a land? Do we want to call it a land shark? I, he doesn't need water to breathe. He's adorable. Yeah. He, he may be the most adorable a mutant, if you want to call him, or character that they've drawn. Since they like were drawing cute Lockheed. But like they draw him adorable that. Your only two reactions are, ah, or you're laughing at who he's biting, which yeah. is amazing, because yeah. he bites a lot of people, and a lot of people just, like, want to keep him as a pet. <laughs> Everybody does. Well, he's Jeff the Land Shark. But yeah, they, they hop inside Jelby, and he acts as, like, a barrier so they can walk through a colon gate. It's, it's an amazing kind of panel, too, because Jeff bites Deadpool's ass. He yeah. says, ow, but he's already mid-walking into Jelby's mouth. Yeah, <laughs> and just like literally wearing him like a suit of skin. Yeah, so you see this thin, <laughs> thin layer of like gel mutant. <laughs> Isn't like just, it's just his he, butt sticking he, out? And he's so fun, like his march to the gate. He's so happy that he he came up with this idea. Yeah, and just it's pushes good, through. It, me, like, yes, I did. Right, it's a good idea. He's he's a low key genius, but he he may be high key evil genius. Yeah, because as soon as he walks through, he's met with. Sage. Um, well, Sage screaming, we have intruders, yeah. and Storm, Polaris, Wolverine, Magic, Armor, and Beast, which that set alone, I want to see an X-Men issue of that team. That's a great team. That's an insane team. Um, insane. They meet him at the gate, and they're ready, they're ready to, like, fuck him up, too. And he, Deadpool being Deadpool is just screaming at them, you're all fascists! <laughs> you didn't invite me! And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, our girl, our girl Eliana, gets that nice elbow in on his face, breaks his nose, or whatever. They have a nice, they have a nice back and forth. There's a yeah. lot of um, like little character arcs in this. Yes. Um, like Deadpool's all pissy about to all the X Men about not being included, and he tries to figure out a way to like. They're trying to like, kind of mend that bridge, and he's like, "Well, you're not real friends." And like Wolverine has this like throwaway line about like like we are friends like this is why we're like talking to you kind of shit and it, it comes again it comes from wolverine and uh, of all those uh six x-men to come out like for wolverine to be like because they all just kind of like placate him it's it's wade right like you know he's just a wild well, card and, well out of, out of those six that out of those six that meet him wolverine's got the most history with him 
from X Force and whatnot, right? So he actually knows. It makes sense, but like again, you you get to see Wolverine in this like essentially take his claws off and just talk to him. Just like hey, nice. Man, yeah, we got a nice thing going here. Like you can come around, but it, like not the way you want to come around. To the point that he has to go have, like have a sit down with Emma to talk about like why he can't be invited to Krakoa. Yeah, and I love that she said uh, ninety. They they crunch the numbers, and ninety percent of odds are that you're gonna burn down this island. So That's right. Yeah, we can't have you here. <laughs> right. He calls her a fascist again. So I yeah. mean, it, it's a it's a fun little like back and forth mentality of these mutants are kind of elitist in a sense. Like, I get why they need their own island. I get why they're forced to create this own island. But more and more, we're seeing their influence bleed into other titles, like the Fantastic Four, where other people are like, yo, you can't really do this, right? Like, we were all allies, and then you guys drew a line in the sand. We don't all really know how to fucking treat you mutants anymore, right? Like, it's a little, it's a little bit you people shit, but it's also like, no one wants to step on toes, but Deadpool doesn't care. He's like, I'm stepping on everyone's toes. Like, what's the problem here? And well, he feel, he feels like, like you said, even though he's not a mutant, he feels like he's he should be included just because he's been around for so long, like doing stuff with several different mutants. Like he's been around, and, and that's why you love the X Men titles. Anytime he gets included into those kind of like, oh, I'm part of the team. Like he's so gung ho, but yeah. he so doesn't fit. So it leads to so much more fun that way. Yeah, and like his, they, so they end up taking him to Emma, and that's when she's like. She's the one who says that he's got 90, 90% chance of burning the place down, right? 97. Yeah, 97. <laughs> I wrote it down. I was like, that's a good stat. 90, which is hilarious. And she's kind of like, you, you can't stay here, but because it's, you're you, you, you can get a pass. So you get a free pass. You can come anytime you want. But you got to like let us know. You got to call ahead kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. let us know. You're Meanwhile, coming. like she's trying to keep, um, she wants to keep Jeff as a handbag initially. Yeah. Yeah. And then like she ends up petting Jeff. And like Deadpool's all pissed off. She's like, "What's wrong with you? Like you turn coat. Like she wanted you to be a purse like a second ago, and now you're yeah. just all like in it in her lap, which is hilarious." Yeah, like how dare you, fucking Judas? But he's got uh, some points though. Like Deadpool goes through like he's pissed that eventually they basically said no. Like you can't live here. You can visit, but you like this is not your home. And he goes through the whole like, well, we I know your rules, and one of those rules like we should really pay attention to the X and X Men. We're, we've been taking it for granted, right? Like, we shouldn't really be doing that anymore because one of the rules is obviously mutants will keep having sex with mutants to create mm-hmm. more mutants. But Deadpool being Deadpool is like, oh, I get the X-Men now shit, right? Like, you guys are all over here fucking in orgies. Yeah. I want in kind of thing. Like, the, 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 like the looming bottom line is like, I want to be a part of this. And they're all like, you're not one of us. You can't really be a part of it. So, But, but because it's you. like, here's, So the whole thing is like Deadpool's complaining about... Um, how nobody treats him like they all use him and nobody treats him like a friend but i like they're they're giving him emma's giving him like special evan, treatment evan gave him a chance logan made a chance storm gave him a chance so it's so it's kind of like all of them. they had so, to call into rogue like rogue had to show up yeah rogue had to vouch for him because they have history but it's it's it, it kind of got like i was like okay like at the beginning i was like yeah deadpool's ready you know they they kind of use him and don't really but then they're giving him all like like no listen you can have special treatment you can come whenever you want just let us know type things so they're actually being nice to him and he still is like no i'm like well yeah, it, and i get it it's oh, not man. good enough right like it's he had to make a big stink and show up for them to be like yeah you're invited right like he didn't get the first wave of like yo come one come all um but he doesn't understand how he's such an outlier like he doesn't fit in anywhere like he his real true ally i believe is spider-man yep yeah 
and that's obviously because they were like he was made out of that type of image but they belong in the same sort of world like spider-man can deal with him day to day yeah where they're kind of their own and have him in the in his gang like he's tried to do an x-men they're all like yo we can't handle you like you have to like go really like the the movies were amazing with it they had to go find like c-level x-men like negasonic teenage wasteland yeah to like deal with them and like a very very patient colossus to be like yo you're a lot to handle man like you got a lot going on and any given day you want to flip the flip the switch and switch it on right so this was for me this was such a fun issue to read because obviously you get to like play around with deadpool but you you get a different dynamic of what it means to be a mutant and what it means to be like a hero who's not a mutant or and, and, and but it's still close to the mutants, right? That, yeah, that, and, that's and what through, the, through Deadpool's eyes, he's the first one to call out, like you're all fascists, right? And we laugh at that joke, but there's an underlining truth to that. Like they are very much elitist. They are very much like if you're not one of us, you can't really play to the same level of us. They're not saying it to the same extent, but I like how drastic Deadpool is for all of them to be like, all right, man, we'll we'll try and give you this peace offering, and they do, right? They try to give him a flower so he can make a gateway. Well, he steals it, right? Um, <laughs> he, he turns it down. He's like, I don't need your stupid flower. Yeah. He, back to the gate. And then he tries to uh, steal Jeff, Jeff coughs it up. And yeah. he's like, yes, Jess, I love you. Like, you've proven that you are my true ally, right? So yeah. we don't know where that gate's going to pop up. Because there's a whole joke about, like, there's two gates in New York already. You don't need one in Staten Island. Um, That's right, because he wanted a gate right to his place. I also appreciate that uh, he does a fastball special with Jeff. Yes. Which I thought was awesome. And he throws away Storm's at, face. Yeah, at Storm, right? Like, it was so, like, you thought Storm was going to get the best of it, but she gets bitten. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, guess, I guess she loses that fight. Yeah. There, was a, there was a great, like, swordplay trade-off that I really wanted to see a full fight between him, sorry, Deadpool, Wolverine, and Magic, when mm. they all had blades drawn. And I was like, oh, like, this is the triple threat that I want. They only get a tease of it. And then when he's ready to leave, he's like, you ready to go, Jelby? And Jelby's like, I want to stay. <laughs> That's right, because he's allowed to. Because <laughs> he's a mutant. And the mutants are like, yeah, you can stay, Jelby. And he's like, yes. And like, that, that pulls Deadpool into another, like, well, you fucking betrayer. Like, I, I don't know how I ended up feeling so much more for Deadpool coming out of this. One issue. But uh, he, him and Jeff just, they stole everything. It was great. And that, yeah, and, and Rogue has to come, kind of come and, and cool things off because they, they were actually an item, right, for a, a brief period of time. She was able to, like, when, what was it, Uncanny Avengers, I believe, they were able to, so when, when they actually got together and she kissed him, she would take away his healing or his, uh, his skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that fucked up. So he'd actually look normal. So it was kind of like they were dependent on each other. Um, but yeah, so that's, I guess they still have some. Yeah, Rogue saving lives through uh, the power of touch. We're not yeah. going to call her slutty because we don't slut shame. But no, not at all. Um, in this current modern day of Krakoa, everybody's getting down. So I can see why like Wade really feels like he's missing out. You know, he'd be walking around like dropped trout, just begging his way through. I don't know, I guess the new mutants. So like he'd pick a team and be like, "Well, I'm having sex with you. Yeah. I'm having sex with you." We're gonna have sex. And you're gonna watch, like. And the ones, he, the ones he wasn't having sex with, he just called fascists. That and he, he would definitely be the Michael Sarah in the "This Is the End" movie. Little sip. Just, Little sip? Just, just be looking at people <laughs> with pants down, drinking a juice Little box. Sip. Little sip. Just enjoying his life. Yeah, um, this, this, this is a good read. I think we're gonna find a way to double back and find out what's going on with King of Monsters because 
I need more Jeffrey, and I don't know if we're gonna get Jelby again, but I know where he starts. So yeah, my, yeah. I, 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 if I wasn't reading so much already, I'd, I'd want to continue this. I, I think I will at some point. I, I think at some point we're gonna double back and be like, okay, yeah. like we did the the main. Now we're gonna go back and do like the fun stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking of fun stuff, giant size. That's Never right. Mind. This was yeah. This one was crazy. Giant size Magneto. And to his credit, there are only three. There's there's three characters in this issue in the giant. Well, size yeah, it's a giant size issue with three characters. Yeah, it's him, Emma Frost, who needs a favor from him. That's essentially how it starts. Is like I need a favor, and Namor, Namor the, yep. the king of the ocean, uh, prince of Atlanta, Atlantis, <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> prince of the Atlanta Falcons, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who he needs um, to make the deal or to make the favor that Emma started from, and. What a fucking insanely fun issue, like super great. Yeah, he so yeah he wants to buy Emma an island, and she has. Yeah, and he, he turns into an island realtor in the beginning of the. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's just she's just on an island. And he's talking to some guy. He's like, can I, the land or the I guess the landlord or whoever owns this place? I want to talk to him. And the, and the guy is like a sea captain. <laughs> he's kind of like. Yeah, you don't know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, you sure you want to? He's like, yeah, I want to talk to the guy, the man who owns this island. I was like. All right. Not here yet, but you can wait. He's like, I'll wait. This caught me off guard. I know it says the beginning who's in the book, but I was like, but you know, you don't know how they're gonna come, right? And right. the fact that he's like, I'll wait, and it goes from day to night. He just sits there and waits for hours. And then, then, the, yeah. then the waves hit, and then you see it. And like the, the plan. Okay, well, like how far? Like Namor and Magneto as a as a duo. Is the, like, one of the most unlikely but now necessary team ups I've ever wanted. Yes, perfectly said. In, in There's all of so much ego X-Men. there. There's there, it's riddled with like, and they they completely understood how to play these two characters. They're really only half as great in the air or in land, or like sorry, in the sea or in land, right? right like, yeah. Namor's great in the sea, and Magneto can't do shit under there. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> and Namor doesn't really do shit on land, and then you remember, like, they make you remember how great fucking Magneto is in, like, two panels when he comes back onto land. Yep. But it's like, yeah, so he's trying to buy this island from Namor, and Namor's like, alright, if you want to buy this island, you gotta help me with something first. Well, but even before that, like, um, he's like, I need a favor from you, and he brings up Emma's name and that's for, for Neymar. That's it. He's like, all right. He already like extends the hand. He's like, all right, cool. Like I'll help you out. You just got to help mm-hmm. me out with this thing. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that like even ripples from the cabal and just like in humans where Emma and Namor have a story past mm-hmm. where like they're allies. Like I, I, there must've been a time where they were adversaries, but fuck it. Like nowadays they understand like, yo, we're probably the, the greatest of each of our kind kind of things. So I respect you on that type of level. The fact that that's the only name Magneto had to drop for Neymar to be like, all right, I'm going to start stop busting your balls. Because that's what he was doing on land. Like, there's this this back and forth talking about, like, well, you have to wait so much time. He's like, well, don't wait then, right? Like, like they're all basically puffing up their chest, right? They're both yeah. big shits. But as soon as Magneto says Emma, Neymar's like, all right, I got you. He's like, yeah, okay, cool. I, I, do, I did like how he didn't even bother taking his cape off when they went underwater. Because he gets, he gets <laughs> no. the helmet to breathe, but... You go underwater, this long flowing cable. Like, wouldn't he be a hindrance? He's and... useless underwater. Yeah. Like, not ill prepared. There's no metal down there. And if there is, it's very scarce. Like, the fact that he's like just 
old and wise enough that he could see kind of a con unfolding that he can be like, well, fuck that shit is the only kind of breakaway for him. But well, he, yeah. needed, he needed him to open the copper door, right? That giant. That and then like talking with the sirens, like uh, Neymar. That's not right. That's right. Yes, like, that's he, right. He falls in with the sirens and Magneto's like, ah, and he breaks a crystal. And they're like, no, you idiot. And he's like, am I? Like I, I, no, we, I get the key. <laughs> we're, we're skipping. We're skipping all of, but it, yeah, name Yeah, we're jumping all over the place. I just want to say that, like, it for me, this read like a Zelda underwater adventure because it, it was, like, yeah. Well, like with a key, and they had to get like all these different things. I was like, oh, so like, I want more giant sized Magneto, but I, I always want it for him to be a fish out of the water first, where he looks completely useless, and then goes back to land. Because, yeah, again, I'm bearing the lead. We'll get back to it when he finally comes, when he surfaces. What he does up there was so fucking gratifying. After, like, a great fucking trip, like, the whole issue just plays out so fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, they, he takes them down into the water. They open the copper door. There's a giant kraken. Yeah, that, just that the, eats them squid, right away. Squid monster out of left field, tentacles. Can't do shit, really, right? Like he's not strong enough to like break a tentacle. He can't swim fast. No, he's enough. useless. He opened, like you said, you open the door, and then he's he's useless because this thing. <laughs> but yeah, but he's still wearing his cape. But yeah, the kraken eats them, and they meet those those sirens you were talking about, right? And uh, we try and tempt basically Neymar and be like, okay, like you can listen to what we're saying and help us out, or and Magnus like nah, and like breaks the crystal that like I guess you weren't supposed to break unless you were smart enough. Well, it's a 50-50 pick, right? You, it, it, what they say, they say challenge, they challenge the 50-50 pick, like what are you gonna what are you gonna choose? Right. And Namor chooses wrong, and Eric chooses, chooses right. right. What was it? it? was like a shell, they had to pick a, a shell or a or a crystal, right? Crystal, yeah, and he, he he, he breaks the crystal and yeah. these beautiful like tentacle siren mermaid kind of looking motherfuckers like age instantly and they go back to like their hideous like oh no we're demons and you can see that we're demons now you yeah. you fool I made yeah. like, am i <laughs> and then they give him the key he's like yes yeah <laughs> so he yeah he outsmarted namor and those ursula looking things that's the key and and namor's indebted to him and all he's like, so how about that island? And he's like, all right, fair, fair. And uh, he give he gives him that piece of island up in land, right? Yeah. And then he builds a fucking. He goes back to the surface. That's right. Like I love the panel because he's There's just looking off there. over a cliff. What's up? He's just looking off over a cliff, and it's a giant um, freighter. Yeah, freighter uh, like ship with just all these cases. He lifts it and like just flips it like in his magnetic genius and turns it into like one of the greatest palaces I've ever seen like drawn with a fucking um sentinel, sentinel head, head yeah. <laughs> I was like god damn awesome. I love you I love you Magneto like it was such a doom move like doom mm. would put his face on it so the fact that like they now like they run sentinels as like that's our logo yo like that's their foot I like I like the whole because you don't remember like those. Medieval, We're taking that back. That's our sentinel face. You know, like in those medieval books and stuff, they they'll they'll kill their enemies. Like you know, like Lord of the was Lord of the Rings and shit like that, where they have like yeah, they, they, heads they, on the spear. It's kind of like that, right? It's like exactly. here's a sentinel head. Well, like you, you got to show off the, your your biggest kill, right? Yeah. Like, we take down sentinels. Like this is the house that brought down sentinels, and the fact that you love reading the book that you understand how much the gateway and the flowers work. Like, as soon as he finishes, like, without a, missing a beat, as soon as he finishes this, like, beautiful mausoleum um, house for Emma, 
there's a gate opening and she's already walking through just enjoying everything it's like like all of this happened in essentially a day but like so much happened in that day yeah but for magneto it's just a drop in the bucket yep like you know he's on the, the end of his life so you know he's had way more crazier insane adventures than this but this is like for me the reader fucking i loved it i loved it yeah, it was great. And then Emma's just like, her last line's like, well, it's time to send out some invitations. So it's like, okay, what's going to happen? They're going to have a party or a meeting or... Or like whoever her her side of the council is going to be. That's right. I mean, I just finished dead, reading Deadpool at that time. So I thought she would like, I'd love to see just the Easter egg of him in the background. I'm like, I got an invitation. <laughs> I'm so happy to be invited somewhere. But again, so good, so telling for like, I want to call them all kings on, I guess, this chessboard. Because Neymar's a king in his own right. We haven't seen yep. him do anything so much, but we know he's there and he's always a looming threat or a looming ally. And he's proven we, yeah. very easily. Magneto and Emma are both on the board. And for Magneto, we normally see what he's doing because he's kind of hand in hand with X. Emma, not so much. So the fact that this is without X and this kind of like leads back into kind of brotherhood and hellfire and just even cabal that side of the kind of the fence mm-hmm. i enjoy more because yep. typically these are all the villains and this is the first time that we get to see them in not so much of a villainous light but you know that sooner or later like their kind of dna is going to come creeping through well i find i i like i find uh magneto more interesting than than charles personally so i like it like without charles doesn't need to be in everything really he's because <clears> we no, get but, he's but, he's but, but Charles is normally a hero to right. make those villains. Villain, so villains yeah, yeah. are always more interesting. Yeah, always. My whole takeaway from this run is I think, and I've said it several times, I think X is more of the villain for everybody mm-hmm. than anyone else. And to, to piggyback on your beast, also being a villain, it would make sense that that type of pairing is looking at the world completely different and moving forward that way because they were so the cookie cutter kind of boy scouts on the other side so watch out for cyclops like that's the third in that line in that row that murderer's row of like we always knew the the greatest heroes and the like the the most innocent and kind of forthcoming and true true to the tale and like we're gonna do it by the 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 letter of the law was professor x hank mccoy and scott summers and so far two of those dudes are fucking dirty yeah so yeah it would lead me to believe that sooner or later someone's gonna piss off scott but again we're taking away from how much i love emma and how much fucking magneto just came off looking like a king in this battle oh he's fuck he's awesome man they're both awesome emma's they really had like emma's whole role in this in this whole relaunch has been she's been great a great corner piece and magneto is just always fun to read he's such a good icing like and i love the fact that they've been using him sparingly right yes he was a major player in the fantastic four crossover but he was even in the background of that right like yeah He'd only really have to. He was the muscle for, like, uh, Professor X's all threats. So the fact that like, he flexes his muscle here, me the reader just reminds me like, oh, yo, this dude's fucking like beast. Like he actually is the muscle for like everybody, right? Like he's the militant. Like yo, we'll kill him, fuck him. Yeah. So I I, I don't know what's gonna happen next, but this is so far what I'm most excited for, even though it doesn't make sense to kind of what the giant size have been so far no it's a little different right it's actually kind of a breakaway from what the story is yeah normally we've been following the storm kind of saga and yeah kind of countdown to death although this could 
we don't know this could kind yeah. of follow the suit like we don't know yep. what that's gonna yeah exactly yeah that's that's why i didn't say anything it's like it's seemingly not following this the giant size story but who knows chances are uh moving on to new mutants number 11 not bad which is a direct um direct continuation of number 10 uh, yeah, n- n- not the best of the, not my favorite of the comic book art cover art. Although New Mutants has always been trending out, just interesting first cover, yeah, kind of looks. But this is where the kind of story finally wraps up for these guys over in uh, what's the Russian country? Oh fuck, um, Crimea. <laughs> Anyone watch Carnelia? Carnelia. Crimea. Carnelia. Carnelia. Uh, but and, it opens uh, with Hisako talking to her dead family. Uh, yo, that fucked her up. Yeah. Like, royally. Royally. She got the worst of it, I think. Uh, I will give a shout out to the fact that they both wrote it, translated from Japanese, and then later on translated from Russian. Because mm-hmm. they're, new means are the only ones kind of speaking English in this kind of circumstance. They're yeah. in the middle of Russia, everyone's speaking Russian. And um, it's Armor, right? Armor is getting, like, talking yes. to her dead yes. family. As like she's trying to help her team save everyone else that's chopped up in this like web nightmare shit, um, but she she gets so fucked up. Like I love how we'll get to it in the end. Psychologically, like, yeah, it's really it st- nice. stays with her. Like her, yeah. her 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 new arc moving forward is like yo, like that fucked me up. Talking yeah. to my dead parents and my dead brother, like I'm not the same. <clears throat> Luckily for the rest of them, Mondo is able to soak up the remnants of her pink uh armor yeah so it's still mondo wild side and cypher kind of in that jelly of we're in the middle of the the nightmare sphere we still have to like the plan is still try to get wild side to touch her and that's right yeah because he he hasn't touched her yet that's right (laughs) careful you say touch her yeah Uh, yeah i realized this what i said after i said and i was kind of like that's why it was like an awkward pause i was like wait a second (laughs) wild side's power is to tap her in her temple and she will think pleasant thoughts yeah. which will counteract what she's currently thinking which is the most negative nightmares ever um there's also a great cut back to what's going on on the ground with um like boom boom um and wolfsbane, wolfsbane who are like don't really understand that these police are like yelling at them to like be cool but they're like you be cool right like so i love the whole language barrier and boom 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 is just trying to be like well fuck these guys right like doesn't she lie to like what because what, what, she understands them yeah um like it's wolfsbane saying i can't understand you and then it's like boom boom translating to be like uh he says that you have dog breath and That's maybe right. you should try to <laughs> pop a mint once in a while yeah he did say that he's very rude so like, like boom boom even in midst of like peril still on point for messaging like she's still always gonna be a a hard ass like adolescent which is amazing i remember that the the prime minister of cranelia is the one pushing for them to um attack these yeah to, to kill it and then to have his news crew film it to yeah. show that mutants are now attacking um so there's all this propaganda going on and like again it's like a a uh like a, it's a thin red line right if anyone touches it the wrong way everything will go tits up for the new mutants so again that, th- this one like just I, I read this so fast then i went back to read it again because i was enjoying it so much um, it's so funny how this one became like so much better after the initial slowish start are you talking about new mutants yeah 
as soon as they got for me, as soon as they got out of space. Yeah, I agree. Pick up, um, especially when they flipped it to Nebraska or Kansas. Where did they go? Yeah, it was Nebraska. Yeah, it was great. And then we got we got like the female side, like Boom Boom made a, a like an entrance. We got Magma more. Like we we started hearing from like not so much like Sunspot, who's basically a dick, but like. Yeah in the right circumstances like it, it's great they have such a great lineup of so many different characters who all know how to play a role and they all have different archetypes but like i love how they just keep inserting and switching the lineups of each groupings that you put together yeah, there's so many of them there's so many and then like because they're all teens like it's all hormones right so like boom boom's constantly complaining like even at the end she gets mad of like who they end up bringing in again they're like right. this motherfucker yeah um so like jealousy like you get all the like teen angst and high school shit but the fact that we now kind of know the archetypes past space and we can now, like, I, we, we all know our favorites, right? Like Mondo ended up doing some cool shit. And like, Mondo yo. saves the day in this one. I'm like, yo, Mondo's on my, like, on a higher top 10 list than he yeah, was. He did, he did right? nothing previous. Like in space, he just sat around with Chamber, right? And this yeah. one, and this one, he, which this, is like, he saves which the works day. for like whose character is too, right? Yeah. Like him and Chamber just hanging out. They just want to be like boys and just chill, right? Like yeah. they know they don't have to be A squad. Yeah which is funny when he finally does have to be a squad. And then one panel, he kind of looks like red Hulk cause he's all glowing and everything. Yeah. yeah he's got the armor. He's got the, yeah. The pink arm around him. But uh, he pulls wild side, gets the finger to touch. I don't know. I don't know if we know the girl's name, but we she, don't know. No, we, they, she says it at the end, but, um, but there's an amazing panel of like her Cosmar. They call her, they name her Cosmar. Fair enough of her, her brain exploding of all like the good things she's dreaming about. Yep. It's like boy bands, unicorns, like it's like anime, like giant eyed, cute figures and stuff and really cool there's like a black widow one there's a uh, spider-man one i think yeah she she wigs out and everybody drops off but then That's you cool. see like what she looks like and you're like damn like i can see why they were, like she was having nightmares oh she's hideous yeah she's she's hideous she's got that one giant eye and like That's, braces <laughs> and braces yeah because she's like 15 or whatever yeah it's such a weird combination but finally she's like she's finally safe and the new mutants seemingly have completed one mission. They still have to get out of Dodge, right? Like they're right in the belly of the beast. Um, and all of them are just trying to like not freak out anymore about being in this like nightmare syndicate dream. Yeah, and then they're, so they, yeah, they, they break out. Yeah, you're right. And then they get surrounded by the Russian soldiers and um, girl shows up, my girl shows up again or our girl shows up again, just. Yeah, boom! Like, just like day. a crack of lightning, and then you see the 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 god level of magic just showing up. So dope! Like I don't like. She's so commonly like underused, she's, but she's it's... so. I'm oh, sorry to cut. So yeah, say what you're gonna say. No, I was just saying she's so commonly underused, yet she's such a fucking powerhouse. Like she comes like there's there's a reason why she's a, a war general of of Krakoa, right? Like yes, you see there's Cyclops and Bishop. You're like, oh, okay, what's that? There's a reason why she's the leader of the team, but yeah. she's easily the most like overqualified for the position she has. Yes, yes. She should be on X Factor easily, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And just own them, motherfuckers. But I love that as soon as she like thunders in, she starts cussing out everybody in Russian. I was like, yes, right? Like that whole translated in Russian. Yeah. Makes sense now, right? Because magic is the the one kind of key who, not like Boom Boom, like actually speaks fluent Russian. Yes. So she's just like, yo, why are you fucking with us? You can't fuck with us. Fuck you. And then teleports all of them out there. And I was like, this, the, for me, was so sad. Another satisfying read. Did you, yeah, very, did you read the, um, the docs panel? I did read the docs panel. Anything that says docs, I'm all for. Cause, so you read the docs panel at the, the bottom where it says, follow me for the dankest memes? 
Yes, I did. <laughs> Th thanks for cutting my, my lead in. There's an easier, better way that you could have thrown that out there. But if you follow DNK memes, 9875, you can follow him for the dangest memes. So I'm still looking for day 405 who said, where the hell is Carnelia? Never heard of it. Yeah, that's smells, so like yeah. <laughs> it smells like a hoax. <laughs> like any random um, Russian country is just like, I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. America. <laughs> but the, the big the big revelation or the ripples of this issue is they finally get back um, home to Krakoa. They're healing up. But again, Armor. Armor's just not... Nothing's sitting right with her. Yeah, she's fucked up. Yeah, that's right. Like you were saying before, right? Yeah, to the point that like, it drives her to tears. It, like um, I think it's Cypher who tries to like talk to her and just be yeah, like, yo, you're yeah, right. Does, just, yeah. I can't. I saw my family. I'm not all right. I'm not good, right? And that's how it ends, right? Like, well, it ends with uh, the the diary. Did you read the diary? Yeah, di Tabitha? diary of Tabitha Smith. Yeah, boom, boom, yeah. Which is hilarious too, because she gets mad at fucking Giant Eye. But the fact that um, oh, we didn't say it in docs. Someone goes off that uh, Boom Boom has so many fucking <laughs> nicknames. Nicknames. Yeah. How many names has Boomer had? Why she keep changing it? What's she trying to hide? Right. <laughs> Fly, Fly Trap eighty seven. But she's literally being called Boomer, Time Bomb, Meltdown, Firecracker. In, in addition to Boom Boom, right? So I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, what we what you're saying about the uh, the diary of Tabitha, Tabitha Smith, she mentions um, it was interesting because she she, she she's funny because she calls Cosmar the new mutant. She calls it the Freddy Krueger with a satellite. <laughs> but what was kind of cool is that she actually ponders like in in the in the diary about a stealthier approach to tactics. Like maybe we should be not so fucking loud like every time we come in and do our thing they come beaks, in guns a blazing yeah beaks parents got killed and then the cartel member the cartel members were all fucking violent now it's like the security guards and, and carnelia like and for like it's not a good long -time look readers, long time readers this is like amazing parallels because it's the same shit that the x-men were going through right they all yeah. had to figure out how to finesse and how to like walk in a situation and why we should like have nightcrawler on the team as opposed to having like uh, Colossus on the team because there's two different ways you can enter that scenario. Yep. Like Colossus will break down the door and like, yo, we're here. Sneaking. And I call it be like, yo, we're in the final room that we need to get into to get that one little thing so we can get out of here, right? Yeah. So um, I like that they're growing. I, I like that there's like there's another. I don't want to say like high school drama, but like essentially that's what it is. Like this is the CW show. If there's any issue, it's what's going on with New Mutants. But I like all of them, so I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Like we but, went through all the hard stuff of like I I got to figure out why he really likes Bird Lady, and now that I know that I don't have to care about Bird Lady anymore. But Sunspot Bird Lady, yeah. Then they leave they leave Cosmar in this care of Maxine and Manon, which I I don't know. I was like, that's kind of is that the best? That's questionable. Best, but, that's the best babysitters they have. I don't, I like, but true to form to New Mutants, they wouldn't do everything like to the best of their abilities. They don't know how to do that right. Right, like they st they still have uh, there's a chain of command, right? So they all look to magic to lead the team, but they like magic has to look to like Cyclops for the orders. So I can see them messing up along the way and them not knowing how big of a ripple it is. It's the same shit with the when they got those two freakish psychic mutants and they wiped uh, Beak and Angel's mind. And they're like yeah, they're better now, like, Yo, but you yeah. can't do that, right? Like, they're new mutants are always. Uh, like they'll they'll save the day, but they always have to react and adapt to something that they left. Like they they always leave a stove on somewhere or a window open, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Like it's cold now. So like I like that they keep 
kind of messing up because that's that's learning planes right like when you're a kid you you did so much shit that you thought was good but there's that one thing that you forgot to do and it's like that fucked up everything else yeah so i'm i just wait for those little things that fuck them up the issue ends in a in a cool way because it's about magic cipher and mirage and they're talking about the whole docs thing and how they're actually going to go after them yeah because they're like this 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 whole this website this doc site is causing us it's the tmz yeah but it's causing mutants to get killed yeah because they it, oh yeah because it was like uh, tracking them and like yeah them. so again another another villain is revealed even though this was strangely always a villain but yeah. we they had to assign it to be like now we need these guys so yeah we know what they're doing next hopefully and again we don't know what the lineup's going to be but we know it's going to be fun because the inevitably split them again and they'll only use specific people for specific powers like again i i can't get enough of new mutants because it really just reminds me of x-men yeah, it's great. Which brings us to Hellions number two. Um, shout outs to the cover art that looks like baby Sabretooth fighting Psylocke. Yeah, that's right, Wild Child. <laughs> like, he, is, is he supposed to be a spinning image of like Sabretooth? Basically. No, he's not supposed to be, but that's basically what he is, yeah. I mean, like all the mannerisms, the fact that like he's such a wild card, he'll, he'll kill anybody that touches them. Like He's, he's yeah, he's more smaller. Of, He's even more of an animal than than Sabretooth. Who we haven't seen yet. Well, just he's locked up, right? He hasn't he was there in like the first couple issues and then that was But other than X-Men, and all the other titles, what do you th- expect him to pop up into? Hmm. You know what's gonna I would, you know what I would I assume would... Hellions. Yeah, I think it depends on I, I think Mystique will break him out, but I don't know when she's gonna make her move or where. Again, so that's like X-Men, which makes the most Maybe sense. X-Men, yeah. But if we're talking about like a weapon who like has a bloodlust and like they want to use them to kill, like where else do you fit other than Hellions? Yeah, no. And sure. if Hellions goes what I hope it's doing, which is just they keep killing off all of their their main cast, they're going to need a whole second tier of anti-heroes to yeah, take it's, the next. It's basically Krakoa's Suicide Squad, right? I'm sure we said that last time too. And we'll say it again. I do like the, this issue had the great quote from Nightcrawler. Those who stand, those whose violence uh, you do not understand have often seen horrors you cannot imagine. Deep. And that's just the, that's the shadow that follows all of our quote unquote heroes in Hellions. Like they're all doing this out of, it's not obligation, just out of like, we have deeper, darker demons and this is the way that we can exercise them out. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's a it's a different kind of it's almost like um, therapy, right? Like, let's get let's let them do their their dirt, do what they and, do, and hopefully it's therapeutic in our names, right? Yeah. So you want to open up this? Uh, oh yeah, the few yeah a few cops waiting waiting for an assist from the Hellions, which is kind of cool because so they they've actually like the, the cops in no, Omaha, right. Nebraska have been like they know the mutants are coming. Yeah, world travels fast. Yeah, and like you, our, get, you get that great panel where all of them are kind of uh, raked out, standing behind uh, Psylocke as they walk into the crime scene. That's right. And you get a nice shot of all of them. Psylocke looking badass in her all black, which I prefer now more than her purple. all purple. Yeah. Her new although gear is better. Although her gear is like, it's so unconventional. Like, why would you, why would you wear that? Like, it's, it's like, it's, I know it's a classic outfit and everything. Why would you, you know what I mean? Like, why would you... Sh- 
Why wouldn't you just wear a bodysuit if you? First of all, she's a ninja. Second yeah, exactly. Of all, so a whole bodysuit would be anyways. No, no, no. Second of all, she likes to go swimming. So ah, see, that's fair. Maybe she wants a certain a tan, right? A certain type of tan. Swim ready. Look, she's a badass killer. I'm not one to tell her how to dress. No, I'm not just posing the question. But um, she has that scarf. <laughs> that that's right. <laughs> I think right that away. doubles as like a, a sarong or a skirt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Let's like, let's talk more about her fashion. <laughs> you, want just, you want to spend the next like hour talking about her fashion? She wears heels. I think no. No, no, they're flats. Are they? Yeah. Or the boots. They're the boots. That's the thing. If you wear boots that long, you can't really wear like a a, a skin tight suit. Like oh, it just throws everything off. Like yeah. the, it, this is all for showcasing of the boots. I like her now too because it's Quanin, so she's got the. Sorry, I'm just looking at the. Or I guess I. Because I've breezed through this one pretty quick. Like her hair is actually black too, right? So it's just kind of yeah. it's cool. Not it's not the Betsy purple. She's a red scarf. Um, before it used to be like pink, pink and purple. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's. And she's all black. Everything. Except she's creating her own path, even though she's always going to be in the shadow of Psylocke. And Sinister kind of understands, like you, you're always going to be Psylocke. You're always going to be killer, well, the, that killer in you. That's why I like the fact that they that they they left her with the name. Like she keeps the coat name. Whereas Betsy's just Betsy now, but Quanon is is Psylocke now, and that's well. Of the two, Betsy got the better deal. She's Captain Britain. Yeah, oh yeah. And her team's not a whole bunch of like <laughs> suicide squad rejects. rejects. <laughs> like, like kill her in her sleep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the cops are waiting for them to 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 show up for the for the demolition. Yeah, this is the the orphanage, right? Yep. The yeah the um sinister's old old spot. I do I do. The thing I, I it was entertaining how the the cop canine got into the fight with or the this not disagreement the the, the stare down with wild child yeah he's like you're the alpha yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, the he's obsessed <laughs> with alphas and like he's such an animal right he's so obsessed yeah. with and then claws claws the <laughs> the police officer please you see that did you, did you notice not panel the dog's face when he's it's like girl he's like girl <laughs> he's such a Scooby Doo in that moment. <laughs> he's like oh oh and then what's his face puts him down um, yeah scalp hunter who if we're doing casting that's basically jesus momoa oh fuck you're right yeah that would be good like super build just i didn't like, even think oh, of that I'll yeah put him down i was like yeah you would and he's so big too yeah you're right that's a good yeah. one unless like jared butler wants to grow out his his mane yeah he could play any of these guys to be honest yeah you could play psylocke yeah, he could. Any of these guys you could play. I'd like to see him as, as I'd like to see him as nanny, but you know. I do love how like there's a little backstory on in this issue that Sinister previously had his own set of marauders. Yep. And he starts calling these guys um, his new marauders, but yep. then you really find out what that meant for his previous team as they go deeper and deeper into the orphanage. Um, you find out that uh, Madeline Pryor, correct? Yes. Has she, had her marauders, and those motherfuckers are the bee's knees. Yeah, the legacy marauders, the real ones, um, or the OG ones. They're basically I, zombies, though, no? Right? Like yeah, 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 more or less. We so, we skipped a, a little bit of a character arcing with a. Yeah, I was just, just going to mention that empath. Empath, nanny, um, and uh, what's Momoa dude's name again? Oh, scalp hunter. So um, the nanny starts going crazy on Scalp Hunter and like trying to like nanny him and like, I'll take care of you and like hugging him like essentially it looks like he's hump she's humping his leg yeah and he's like what the fuck's going on and cut to you see empath just really fucking with him 
and like he promised in the first issue, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't fuck with his mind, and headshot. <laughs> and he like and blow. Yeah, they they made it into one room. They made it to the first room, and he blows up. Yeah, shoots that button in the face. So, like, what I hope as a reader is, like, we keep getting into scenarios where they can't work together and they have to keep offing each other. But I want them to replace them with super. Like, imagine Mystique, Sabretooth, and I guess Omega Red will come up later. But he's also on the island in the cave last time I remember. Yeah, Omega Omega Red's doing his. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's he's kind of doing his own thing though. He's, yeah, I'm, he's I'm just up. saying, like, if you start getting in your like Hell's Belt, like your your unholy alliance of people oh, yeah. that work for Hellions, I think it like could really start turning the, the tables. Eventually, I could see Vulcan being on his team too, right? Like he's a who Vulcan. Oh, Vulcan, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. a flight said, risk. He's a flight risk too, right? And if you're saying all the summers are basically Vulcan, Vulcan's fucking overpowered as shit, though. I don't. Right, but that's why I I like a, the Suicide Squad in the fact that like, yo, we can't put you guys anywhere else, right? So for Hellions, like, we know you're murderers or killers or you're misunderstood, but we still have missions for you. Yeah. So when you keep loading this team with like problematic mutants i feel like more fun will ensue this is just my dream for a title that clearly yeah. we're already enjoying we're not even halfway through the second issue and we're talking about like dream lineups so yeah that's a sign of a good kind of run i just i just like that um Psylocke's getting a second chance after fallen angels in terms of books yeah. and i mean they're... if cable got a second chance she definitely getting the second chance fucking cable we'll and i do like and i do like that this one features havoc because we get a we get the story arc from him here as well where he starts yeah. seeing visions and shit he's not in the background of scott same with vulcan i mean again uh if we know anything about the x-men universe mm -hmm. the summers are really rooted in it but anytime there's sinister kind of in the background you know he's really looking for that that specific dna so i think there's a reason specifically that havoc and sinister are on the same title yeah hopefully yeah. that's a later off payoff for me but you know but uh, yeah, he like he he's getting the weird visions, uh, Havoc is, right. as they get closer to I guess, do you want to call it the middle? I guess the middle of the or the basement, wherever they're. Yeah, going they're out. working their way down in the orphanage. Obviously, yeah. they just finished killing Empath, so he's not going any further. No. Um, they go deeper, deeper down, and then they start seeing these hanging bodies, which we now learn that are actually Madeline's uh, zombie marauders. What was the name for them? Oh, the, the Legacy Marauders, yeah. Legacy Arclight, Arclight, Riptide, Harpoon, Blockbuster, Prism, and Scrambler are all the ones present. Which I think have better names than the current Hellions, because anyone who's Blockbuster, <laughs> I'm probably going to buy a t-shirt. Yeah, I'll even Riptide's a cool name. Like, and, but then you on, on the other Prism? side... Prism? Come on, I'm with it. Yeah, the other side you got Nanny and Orphan Maker. It's like, okay, well, guys, come on. Orphan Maker's kind of cool badass name, but when you figure out what that means. It's a cool name, but it's just... It's the same thing as Wittermaker. Yeah, but they're just a little long. Like, Prism's right to the point. <laughs> and then what we get from the actual face-off between the two is a lot of their powers kind of cancel out each other people when they try and, like, face-off. Yeah. Like Prism. So, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess they released them from... They're hanging upside down, like, basically, like, like storage meat. Yeah. They get released, and then they find out that it's Madeline who's been running the show the whole time. I love that the the legacies like they don't really speak English, but they speak. So it's all yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. so okay. I was laughing through all of that. Like the missing jaws and shit. Well, once Madeline kind of makes her entrance, it's like all bets are off, right? Like I haven't seen her in a long time, let alone with the X Men title. But she's out for blood already. 
So I can only imagine the, the, the type of hit list she has and the, the people that she's waiting to like get her revenge on. Especially considering the history that her, that she and Havoc have too, right? So, because they were an item way yeah, back yeah. in the day. And Okay, I won't shame Rogue, but Havoc definitely gets around. Yeah. Like if he was a team lead on any, um, like X-Factor, X-Men, anything, it was always the second in command that he was always like banging out. Like yeah. Valerius for a little bit. Um, yep. Madeline Pryor. Uh, here's the fucking weird thing of Madeline Pryor though, is because Maddie's fucking, she's a Jean Grey clone. So it's like you're, you're it's like you're, like your sister-in-law. Yeah, but if we've learned anything from Pyro's um, fantasy is everyone dreams of Jean. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Like everyone well dreams of Jean. She's kind of like the perfect one. <laughs> yeah. By their viewpoint, at least by a Summer's standpoint. So I wouldn't be surprised if like Vulcan is somewhere in the lab being like, she needs to be more of a redhead. But is it, isn't that, yeah, it's funny. It's, just it's weird, weird but it's just, like, just, you just get it, right? Like, sister-in-law, right? It's kind of like, okay, well. I mean, you you get it. You've seen enough yeah. cheesy, you've seen enough cheesy TV and enough um, subpar pornography to know that. <laughs> oh, have I ever? It's always the, like, <laughs> the one thing that you can have that you covet the most, especially yeah. if it's in your family kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So like, I, I could see like the younger brother be like, I need a wife like her. You know what? I might just get hurt, <laughs> right? Like oh, look, I've, I've watched too many stupid dramas that all start off that way. It's like you're begging my wife. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, she's hot. Yeah. What do you want me to do, man? And in terms of like Jean Grey, like they've literally made her like the poster child of like the the pinup. Yeah. I mean, there's there's really only three, especially in this title. It's Storm, Jean, Emma, and thankfully, like Kate is now, uh, and sometimes a rope, but Kate is like moved herself up on that kind of like ranking but it's always been one of those three that everyone's always been like she's the most beautiful she's a goddess yep. i need her in my life right with those the the titular three and that's why they lead a lot of the teams or have a lot of the power so i can easily see havoc being like yeah i'm gonna risk it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna risk it all right now but and then so the yeah the team get back to the book the team does get bodied like so he does well blockbuster like i just love this sheer glog and he takes out uh Daddy, while like Winamaker's trying to like beat them, like they That's all right. just yeah, yeah. they all pair off to different um legacy marauders that they're gonna fight. And Havoc being an idiot, uh goes up against Prism, who just matches all of his powers. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Somebody's fucking switch off with me. It's not working, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I enjoy that. It's funny, yeah, and it's then, funny how they did how they did that, right? Like the, the Marauders did that on purpose. Like the legacy marauders did that on purpose. Like, no, well, we it's got, smart, right? Like the, yeah. That's the that's the best thing of like any Justice League versus Justice League or Avenger versus Avenger. You're just looking for that pairing off where it's evenly matched, and either the the team's smart enough to switch off, or they they like in how many Justice League movies we've watched where like a Flash tries to outrun another Flash, and you have to like Batman has to come in and be like, well, run a little slower, and then you'll win, right? Um, I like that Madeline Pryor comes in and saves Havoc, and then you get more of that kind of underlining like i still like you like i'll kill my own team to like get closer to you yeah exactly what happens, yeah. it hits him just like a uh what <laughs> like it's, it's interesting because I, I actually i want to talk more i've read ahead on this one because i liked it so much but i want to talk more about this but we'll, we'll save it for the next issue the no, talk about Let's go. the no the whole madeline prior thing no because it comes up in the next issue so well what do you what do you want to you're obviously alluding to something so there's a connection there 
to the point that she'll kill her own team to make sure that her honey bunny is safe. Yes. I think like, she does something yeah. where like she phases away his mouth. Like so, her she, power she, set she is she seals it up. She seals his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. What's her like? She's dark magic or yeah. like she. Yeah. As well as like telepath too. Like she has some of that stuff too. Yes, yeah, she got the mind control shit. This and fucking influences and stuff. She's very powerful. She's fucking dangerous. Jean Grey fucking like family clone tree is insane because we're gonna have to do Rachel Summers at one point, who's like off the charts level of energy as well. But yep. I can never keep track. And I think Hope pops up in one of these fucking issues as well. And it's like Hope, yeah. if it's the same Hope I'm thinking of, right? Yeah, but Hope's not related. She just has the name because of she was it, nameless, right? It, it, however you want to draw that dotted line on the tree, she's still part of it, right? But so sure, like, you want to, yeah. I remember second coming and all that stuff when like she was like the second, like the savior and like, oh, we can have mutants again and shit. Like, if, yeah, but if you're, t- if, if you're talking like not six degrees, if you're talking about degrees of Jean Grey, you got, you got Maddie, you got Cable, you got um, Rachel, like you were saying. Madeline then you have to kind of like include in Yeah, that. Maddie, yeah, that's what I mean. They got... Okay, yeah, yeah. So like, it, it's nuts, but we can do an episode on that. <laughs> we can, but I, I love the fact that, like, always the dude, like, looming in the shadows is Sinister, who, since, even before comic books, they came up, I think you're the same with the TV show more so anything else. Yeah. In the Sinister 90s. in the 90s TV show was always like, I need these two motherfuckers to be fucking Oh, he's here. obsessed with them. He loves their like, I, I need them to have the baby of, like, perfect DNA. So, like, he's made me understand that, like, this DNA strain or whatever these guys keep creating is so fucking magical by mutant standards that like it makes the guy go gaga like he he'd probably be a successful mutant if he wasn't so obsessed with getting summer's DNA yeah yeah that's yeah. That's, good to, that's a good take I mean I, I hope it comes back right like we talked a little bit when we read the first Hellions um, comic book but he's not um as forthcoming with choosing a team, but he's definitely like outspoken with this needs a team. This needs to be a team that exists. So in sinister magic, like, um, or in sinister kind of the way he works, he's such a like soft sell. Like he'll make you think that like you're making the, the choice that you always thought, but in yeah. the background, he's like, no, this is what I wanted to happen. Cause meanwhile, while you guys are doing all this shit up front, I got a whole fucking lab going on down below. Right. Yeah. So, this is this is this is kind of a a weird title because I know they're gonna start peeling back layers, especially on different characters. Like in the first two issues, we got so much on Havoc and Psylocke. Yeah. Right? And we're just getting and like Empath is gone. <laughs> Empath, so Empath's dead. Yeah, and then the the Legacy Marauders end up dumbing the whole team. Right. And wounding and, and Psylocke. Them, and then pulling them off into like different shadows. Like they all just keep like stealing them away, right? Like, yeah, so it's just Psylocke left. And he goes, and... Or, or, uh, yeah, Orphan Maker goes. And then it's, it, yeah, just Psylocke, just Wild Child. Who wants and, to like, he's like, remember she's the, she's sitting there with like shurikens in her in her arm and Wild Child yeah, shows she's up. Hurt and she's just like, I can hear you breathing. Like, it, like you ready to help me? And he just strikes at her. <laughs> He's like, he's like, I, he's like, yeah, you're bleeding. You're too weak to lead. And then he just jumps. And it's like, you fucking, like, it's just such a mess. <laughs> and that, and that last panel, he looks fucking the spinning image of Sabretooth. Yeah, with longer like, hair. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, as the reader, I'm just like, I can't wait till Daddy comes home, right? Because yeah, I keep yeah. looking at him as Sabretooth Junior. And with the whole Psylocke connection, you know, like somewhere, like that fight's got to happen again. Like, well, that's, that's some of the best rival. Stuff. Yeah, I, I. I I'm looking forward to that because the next 
yeah anyways i'm looking forward to the next one because this, this is the this is one of the ones i read up like you want to so I want to talk about talk what's that? <laughs> I was just say you want to talk ahead. You clearly talk about how much I do about this one especially because I, I really enjoy this. And we're we're touching on some things like the next issue addresses like almost everything we're talking about. But still, this one's just yeah, it's a it's like a quick action one. It goes by really quickly. Yep. Uh, they're yeah. in too deep, and it's only going to get deeper. So obviously, you want to read more. I yeah. will want to give shout outs to uh, Orphan Makers um, Insult Line. He calls somebody a butthorn, and. <laughs> Someone pizza face. So I, I enjoy both of those. He still got that childlike, uh, I guess, mind, but like yeah. in the body of. Oh, he's a big child. Yeah, nobody really knows. Robot. What he's and nobody knows what's inside the armor either, which is. That, that's another thing that can kind of get like revealed if the layers get pulled off properly. Which takes us to uh, another new book, uh, X Factor Number One, which is a different book i i don't know what to expect with this one yeah um, um other than the cover art which made me super excited mm -hmm. everything else is kind of a bore yeah it's a it's a it's an interesting team but it's mostly characters i don't necessarily care about don't know don't sounds. care about and yeah. because this is the first issue they go so copy heavy with exposition yes so it's a long read and each character and it just makes me hate north star more yeah well and he's he, Nobody Delete. likes Northstar, right? He's a dick. That's that's his whole thing. I mean, but, everyone's a dick at this point, except yeah, for that's true. Except for Kate. Even Lockheed's a dick. Well, Kate's still a dick, but she's a lovable dick. She's not. I don't think she's a dick. Like she, she's like the badass. Everyone else is kind of planning something else. She's literally like, "Hey, I'm gonna be a pirate because I can't go home." Like okay. she got put in a bad situation. I'll make amazing case cases for Kate. Everyone else, you can kind of be like, "Yeah, they did good." today but yesterday you could see what they're doing and tomorrow they can do some fucked up shit it's kind of above all of that she we, we love we, really, we this, really this, deep? this we the one the one thing i'll say about her is that this this reboots made us both love her more yeah. than i ever had the one thing i'll say about this x factor first issue if we're talking more about kate who doesn't appear in this issue at all than the actual issue that's how much we enjoyed this fucking issue yes yeah uh, that, that's telling right it, it drags, uh, but I, I get it. It's like the New Mutants when we first started reading it. They have yep. to get all this exposition out. They have to get you interested in all these characters that right now you don't care about, other than Polaris, who's on the team and is badass. And they want to find, and they gotta, they're, they're, they're setting up the start of a team, like an investigation, investigative it, it's, it's a good premise. Essentially, it's a great premise, yeah. This is the team that's privatized, they're investigators. Love if it. someone dies, they, they want to make sure how they died and if they're actually dead. Yeah. So the yeah exactly super so they're, they're, important to this fucking island that does clone egg babies. Yeah. Constantly. And that's how it, so so it opens a North Star barging into the uh, Arner Magna Hatchery and demanding right. that the five bring back his sister because he felt her die. They're twins, right? So, but they're like, you dude, you got to wait in line. There's like, <laughs> oh, so many mutants we got to bring back. And so he goes to see Sage instead to try and track um, Aurora's last coordinates, and the Green Lagoon. To the, they they discover that she was in the Green Lagoon and took the Vancouver Gate, so Lorna helps him out with her with her investigative task force, which ends up right. being Prodigy, Rachel Summers, Dakin, Eyeboy, Northstar, and previously mentioned Polaris. I will give it this: for as long as the book takes to get all this exposition, the team building is pretty fast. 
team it's it's like instant. Northstar gets it. his team like in two pages. It's then. like, oh yeah, All we right. can use him for this. Oh yeah, we can use him for this. Then, oh, I'm here too. It's like, okay, well, appreciate that they didn't drag that too much. No, they I I do have issues with what Dakin is. Like his background is what because he's coming off super. Like again, if you want to talk about casting, another Jason Momoa. Yeah. Um, like more Samoan and more like. He's like, a, he's like a he's like a handsome looking little Roman Reigns for like my a hands, yeah like a like a hand, like a thinner Maui from Moana. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, he's supposed to be point. half he's supposed to be like half Japanese and then half Canadian. I I've just never seen him to this level of deezed. He's yeah, neither have I. Like a wiry compared yep. to his father. Yes. So the fact that they've made him the muscle, I'm like, all right, uh, confused, but here we are. Yeah, I'm with you on that one too. I didn't. Uh... It's a different Dakin. I'm not used to this Dakin. It's going to take some getting used to because the one I'm used to is not. Yeah, quite... and he's kind of charming. He was trying to, like, when they're, like, going through the hotel room and talking to different people, he, like, he's romancing up the obviously uh, homosexual um, project behind the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And to see him kind of, like, be suave is, like, I've never seen Dakin. Like, he's either, like, just so checked out or just, like, bloodthirsty. So, yes. completely out of character, but I guess needed i don't know like this is, um, this is for cool we'll see, i guess right, right? so this is, <laughs> he's, i don't know yeah i'm with yeah. you it's 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 a little jarring because like you said we're not used to this version and i'm sure like it'll pick up and make more sense as everything starts to unfold but this is the first issue right so yes. my our previous experiences with dakin was just like in in this run was him playing russian roulette with his dad mm-hmm which was hilarious and kind of like bloodthirsty based on what you know about the Logans. Um, but before this, like dude was never like a team player, let alone never. like uh, charming <laughs> for lack of a better word. And he's, he's charming a few people on the team. So well, the, the last I saw Dakin, like personally, just from reading was an, I, and I always go back to I think this, you say but, personally at the mall. Like, yeah, yeah, no, un, uncanny, uncanny X-Force was when he, and he, he started his own brotherhood of evil mutants and him and his dad went at it. And his dad had actually had to drown him in a puddle. Like it was like that, that Dakin was not this Dakin. Yeah. He's typically dark. Like the last time yes. I read him, I think was fuck uh, like X-Men legacy or something like that. Where yep. Logan's trying to track down Dakin and he's running in the street. Like he doesn't know, like he's, killing everybody left and right like just fucking bodying left it's it's amazing right because mm. it's the child that logan never really wanted but it's like a spitting image of him it's like mm. how do i control someone that doesn't know their mind and it's too powerful just to kill everybody so to see him like all like hey brah shook a bra like yeah yeah <laughs> like, it's, it's like, really weird Aloha, yeah, it's like what i don't know if we i don't know if we missed uh, a step in between or this is just like okay here's the new Dakin now yeah this this looks like a relaunch so I don't know yeah anyways enough about him he's he's yeah. there we'll just go to the money of the issue where they meet up so they they kind of figure out what's going on with Aurora in terms of like she's missing and I can't remember who has the sensing ability that can just look through everything that's going on like, oh she, Rachel yeah okay, it's I a really cool team dynamic because yeah Rachel can that's an old power of hers that she can kind of uh, piece together a, a room based on what was it that you lived in yeah yeah how did it go which, she she had which made me freakish psycho skimming is what, sorry. Track me down and came to my room because she would just see how many times i've masturbated and had sex <laughs> like don't touch anything yeah don't her ability it's psycho skimming is what it's called there you go um you get the good lay of the land and the room and they all take off on the scent because now they can smell her right which is uh, not a dakin power but somehow 
someone else can also like pick up her scent. So there's there's different ways that all of them, they're all great trackers apparently, right? So yeah. that's the fun takeaway from this issue is that they all can kind of find somebody if they really need to. They just kind of need each other in order to do it. Right. The, the fun for me in the issue is when they actually go up against the council and they talk about like, hey, can this be a real thing? Like, can we actually be like our own kind of private eye um, investigating uh, division? And you also get to talk with the five who yep. are seemingly gods now, right? Like they don't, they, yeah, they're like, yeah, they don't right. leave the island. They don't really fuck around with anyone outside the five. Um, and they're called in to any type of meeting in like the highest regard. When I'd I like, think- I'd, I'd like some like const like uh, some regular check-ins on what is going on with them. Cause it's, it's interesting, right? Cause they, yeah, they started as like this five and they bring people back, but then you don't realize that there's, they need to bring so many people back and then other people keep dying what's starting to come like yeah with this issue and then a couple issues that we read in this run you get to see the looming problems that these guys have yeah um so i think they're going to start checking with and again if x factor was these five i probably would have been more engaged to find out what their day-to-day is more so than follow north star yeah, I don't give a fuck about North Star. To be but again, I'm I'm very I'm, it's very cool that they were at the table to be like, yeah, we we need a missing persons division. Like, yeah. no, yeah, I, that's the thing. So that's where the conflict is, right? Like, I'm like I like you. I, I like the team idea a lot. A missing persons like a PI thing. That's yeah, awesome. the concept is amazing. I just yeah. don't like any members so far, other than Polaris. Polaris. I like Polaris, is- and I and I like Rachel too. Um, she hasn't really done anything other than that psycho uh, skim shit, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, Polaris has a great scene at the end of the comic that made me want to read more of the comic. So she's oh, going to yeah. she's the, she's... in. But I did like how the fact that even in this like private eye, like we're on, we're, we're kind of doing our own thing. They still have to check in with like the corporation and kind of be like, yo, can we do this? Like, is this cool if like mm-hmm. we run this? So like the end of the comic for me was all the saving grace. Um, and then like Northstar being an idiot who's not smart enough to be like, oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll lead the team, right? Like he needs Polaris to volunteer him. Yeah. And he's not even like <laughs> assertive enough to say yes. He's like, it's like, I, I guess, uh, sure, maybe, um, I, I will, I'll do it, I'll do it. And yeah. then we're just like smooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They just dump it on him. He's not like, oh, uh, uh, uh. The, fu- the fun takeaway for me was the exchange between Polaris and uh, Magneto. Mm-hmm. At the end, yeah. So, like, Magneto's actually happy that, like, she's doing something with her life, I guess. Um, and that she's taking steps to, like... In my mind, if if you're not doing anything for mutant liberation, Magneto's not really looking at you. Especially if you're part of his bloodline. So the fact that, like, he can see the merit in what she's attempting to do is great. Mm-hmm. But her whole revelation was, like, yo, can you tell me about myself dad and he's like i don't even know you and he's like that's right like you don't know me and i'm just learning about myself now so like back off essentially yeah and just like let me find myself kind of shit and i digged all of that stuff right and she flies off and goes and then we find out even crazier shit about polaris like she she can talk to krakoa i just yeah yeah that's right i sorry just to go back to the conversation i really like the, the part where he's like you said that she's trying to kind of pry some information like talk to him about herself and he's just kind of like listen man you carry my name there's expect expectations with that so <laughs> <laughs> just carry yourself fucking properly 
Yeah, and she's like, I'll learn. And I love that he gives a shout out. I was like, you will return to the House of M for tea regularly. And That's right, like, yeah. Yes, shout out House of M. Like, I love that he still calls it House of M, right? That's like, right. fucking the man or the ego maniacal genius. I love you. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because I don't know how I, – I, I should know this, but I don't know because I'm not sure how – no, this might be – it may be retcon that this is actually his only kid now, right? Because um, Scarlet Witch and, and Quicksilver oh, yeah. were turned into Inhumans, so I don't know if it was ever – I actually don't know. I have to look that up. I'll have to look that and, up. And it's fucking Magnus. He's been alive a long time. We don't yeah. know how many illegitimate – like they could retcon that Mystique is somehow his child or like wife or some shit, right? Yeah, they like, could. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know if like a rogue went off to the woods for nine months and came out with like a white hair child, <laughs> which is amazing. Like that's, that's the shit that you love about Magnus. Like he's yeah. – as much as they show you about him, he still has this whole other life that we have no idea about. So – I do appreciate that like Lorna's front and center now and like there is a obvious connection there and you know they're gonna butt heads sooner rather than later but the fact that she's so powerful that she falls asleep on Krakoa and she wakes up to like this giant headquarters that she's built with Krakoa while sleeping which which looks really cool and and nicknames it the Boneyard which is it's a cool name it's a cool looking building it it looks like a big bone I'll give him that yeah yeah (laughs) hence Boneyard and then there's the whole um the whole uh what's before you get into that i wish it ended there you sort of not yeah they get they get even more exposure yeah yeah it's it's, it's a supersized book right it's like 30 some pages yeah it's, it's the first one right but yeah. you had to shoe in so much shit like forge shows up and i was like all right forge, like, yeah. so but you didn't yeah. need forge for the first one no like, and then all the it. weird spores in the air they're like and then and then kind of what's his name snore stars attempt to like get everybody to do work Alzi. yeah like he, he yeah he's it ends weird when it could have ended on like this whole lorna thing i think they wanted to put it back onto north star but it's clear who the real kind of star of yeah. the team is going to be. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, the, 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 the things you're talking about are just missing persons, right? So they have yeah. all the missing persons like bubbles around and that's how they're going to take their cases. Fine. Off. Yeah. And there's a lot of bubbles. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's they a got, lot of they bubbles. They got, they got their work cut out for them. There's a lot of bubbles. So again, yeah, yeah. We're both kind of in sync with great premise, um, great idea of something. But the, the pieces that you've assembled, we don't know are going to work yet. And the fact that you had to go so heavy story in the first issue kind of works against you. Mm-hmm. Like, especially for an investigation unit. It's too long. It's too long. Yeah, but this this whole kind of series could have been a whole, like, noir, like, who done it, And, like, we get little mysteries and we're following along with the team. Like, you could have you set this all up of, like, we're we're discovering things as they discover it as opposed to like we need to understand who they are mm-hmm. um but like that's a nitpick right like it's the first issue out it was kind of a hard read but you like what everything around it is you like right you like the premise you like um what it means and kind of the ancillary characters like it means they're going to be talking to the five more it means that magneto and x are definitely going to be poking in their heads more Polaris has got her own other bag of shit and like Northstar seems to be um, a leader that's not worthy of being a leader so yeah. I wonder if that's going to blow up in his face too yeah probably it was just, it was a little it was a little, yeah it was a little lengthy that's about all but don't say little it was long 
Okay, fair enough. And it's it's not like it was a long like we read um Jean Grey, Emma Frost, Giant Size, and it was long, but there was but like was really good. no words. Yeah. Right? So there's there's long words just like I'm enjoying kind of flipping the pages and seeing the artwork. And then there's fucking copy heavy where like you have to tell me all this in and out about people I didn't care about already. Yeah. <laughs> so you want me to care about them, but you're making me you're forcing me to read <laughs> yeah. about people I don't care about. So yeah. Interesting doesn't, doesn't... choice, but it's the first book, so it can only get better. And if it gets worse, God help you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. God help us. Well, no, we'll just shit all over it and be like, moving on. I know we still have to read it. Speaking of well, moving well, on, how about we move on to cable number two? Our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about shit that we keep forcing ourselves to read. I don't think this is gonna pay off for anybody, man. What's what's going on? Like, I, I don't like, get it. Is this? Is this? Don't get him. I don't like him. No. Except that he's basically banging out all of Emma Frost's clothes. All the cuckoos, yeah. He's 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 plowing the cuckoos. Which I guess makes sense based on the DNA. If this is if you're assuming that the cuckoos are kind of the offspring of Emma, then the offspring of Summer would make sense and kind of. Yeah. No. Yeah. It it, it does tear properly. Yeah. It's weird, but. It, I mean, it's super good, weird. Don't I, I mean, wrong, good, but that's, yeah. that's the only thing I'm like chewing on to like, I like this. Everything else is just like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Mutant yeah. 2D stolen. So that's the premise of this. Episode. Yeah. Stinger, Stinger and Omerita are two mutants that chose to live in Phil- is it Philadelphia and they get their baby stolen. Oh, I wish they had the fucking, what's the hockey mascot? Which one? Grizzly? Gri- Grizzly? Gritty. Gritty. I wish Gritty was some here, some some way in this. I, maybe Gritty's a mutant. Maybe we can. He could be. We'll squeeze him in. But, uh, they, but they, yeah, they go to the baby's crib and oh no, oh god, oh. Let's yeah, let's let's let's, let's let's get let's get to this one quick because I don't want to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about how terrible. Cable. So Cable works with local uh, PD to track the baby down while juggling his relationship with the cuckoos. Uh, I put in here, pussy gonna get him killed. Yeah, but not really. It's more like his bravado is gonna get him killed because. Mm-hmm. He essentially goes to meet with the cops who are actually handling a case yep. and tries to flex his muscle. But they're like, who the fuck are you, kid? Like, this is a police matter. Don't fuck with us. Get out of our way. And he's trying to be Cable, but he's still, like, young Cable. So he's not even menacing or, like, intimidating. He's a little punk. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, uh, like, there's a whole thing about, like, how old are you, kid? And he's like, old enough. And I was like, already, I don't like this, uh, where this is going, right? Like, Can we bring back Josh Brolin, old Cable? Or is that, like, do we have to have this kid? Well, that's the weird thing about this comic because each one's keep ending with what old co- old, old cable yeah. is doing somewhere else in the universe, and I yeah. have no idea how that's supposed to like come to an end. This one it ends with him riding a robot dog with a monster in tow. I mean, huh? So <laughs> so bizarre. I've read two of these, and other than the space sword, which has space sword warriors coming back to get the space sword, yeah. I have no fucking idea what's going on with this title. That's basically well. At least the the focus shifts to that after all this stuff. And, so, but yeah. even that's fucking weird because yeah. like that's they a setup. Space orbit. Then they find out that Cable is at the house where the baby was kidnapped. They go down, explode the house, which was hilarious. Yep. And then you start fighting, dude, and be like, "Yo, give me that sword!" And he's like, "Give me that baby!" Right? Like, so, <laughs> like nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. <laughs> It's something that you really hope will tie together in the end, but I don't want to read all the way to the end. No, but at least we get some Cyclops in this. I know you like that. Um, I don't want to give this a, like a plus because I didn't like it, but <laughs> the fact that um, 
there's a eat. scene where Cyclops eating a sandwich, and then yeah. Emma's like, "Don't you eat that sandwich when I talk to you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> he's like, "Fine." Like he, he chokes on it a little bit. He's like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> but it's two angry parents. She's like, "Tell your little bratty son to stay away from my little kids." And he's like, "All yeah. right." Yeah. that's the list of things i have to talk to him about and he's all like he's all like well i mean they're all old enough to know what they're doing yeah it's like no don't you, you fucking give a fuck. yeah it's again i would i would much rather read a cable comic where it's his two quote-unquote parents emma and like scott arguing about what to do with cable but every time you include like young cable in something it's i just like, get mad yeah. right so I did, I did enjoy it. I need to save the panel of him eating a sandwich, though. Because she doesn't it, even call it a sandwich. She's like, it's a cheesesteak, man. Your like bread cheese and meat <laughs> yeah, that's right. squeezed together. And he's like, what? <laughs> look, they're, they're in, look at it. This is, this, is, this is how savvy Cyclops is. I love this site because he's in Philly. Right? He's in Philly. So what do you get when you're in Philly? He gets cheesesteak. Cheese he takes like one bite and he's getting just chewed out. Chewed out by him. He's like, I don't I, <laughs> I don't need this right now. Like we can talk telepathically, and you, like you said, she's like, "I'm not gonna talk to you telepathically <laughs> while you're eating a sandwich in front of me." He's like, "Damn it!" Like, Fine. <laughs> I would, I would read a comic all about the sandwich. Yeah, I would, I would do six hard issues on sandwich issue six. Like, come on, almost done. Um, it's rough, and again, I don't understand what's going on with old Cable and how he fits into this. Like he's in Star Wars land, like legit. Yes. It looks like an AT-AT. Yep. Yep. Like, the, the art even changes. Yeah, so you, the assumption, my assumption is eventually like those timelines will, will like fuse together somehow. Well, because Kid Cable kills old Cable. Like he, he killed him. Right. But he's not dead. Mm, you I, know who Kid Cable's stronger than? Wolverine. Because we saw that That's in the right, fight. yeah, he beat him in the in the fight, which is weird. So I'm already not enjoying Kid Cable. Really? Did you, do you enjoy being confused? I enjoy Scott eating sandwiches more than I care to admit. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was great seeing. I like this Scott a lot. I want I want it on a t-shirt. But if you like being confused, we can talk about Giant Size Phantom X. Oh God! Like it, this one was this one was tough. I, like you have to it, understand. So, it's so interesting to, how we've um, kind of lined up how the issues that we're talking to because we're literally just going down yeah we started at such a height and we're just sinking it's weird. i i so okay so i actually uh i actually phantom. what's that oh i was just gonna say you love phantom x like he's no, i don't love him no i don't love him but i i i actually enjoyed this issue for what it was it's a weird one there i hope there's some parts i had to read over a couple of times because it's sure. it's bizarre the arts interesting it's different Okay, with that, perspective. It's very cool. different. But um, it's like the, the tie-in doesn't really come in until the end, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's is well, it, this is the first time we're actually getting a detailed backstory for Phantom X, right. who was a weapon, right? I think he was weapon. Yeah, he's a he's a baby clone. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He's made an effect. This is this is when they are this is when they were um, mass creating weapons, right? By like Weapon X weapons, I mean, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, weapon Plus, sorry. So he was, yeah, he was one of them. But this is the first time you get the backstory, right? So the Clone Factory walked through all progressive forms of uh, of the other with a single different chromosome except for one identical pair. And they threw one away. So there's all these babies, right? right. All these clones. And they, like I said, all progressive forms of, of the other with a single different chromosome. But then there was one identical pair and they end up throwing away. <laughs> all the rest. The, all the junk. 
well, there's that pair of exact twins. Like we don't want this. So they throw one of the twins away. And 10 years later, Phantom X and Nick Fury senior, this is the white Nick Fury, as well as the Howling Commandos go into the world. You can say Caucasian, you know, that's all right. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I'm just, I was surprised. This, I was like, okay. I yeah, this seen... is confusing because I, I saw so many different things and I wanted to know if it's the same Phantom X in the like Halloween Commandos in Hellfire Club. Yes. Who, like works with Avengers, Defenders, and Thunderbolts, or it's yeah. the clone that they keep. Well, the clone is um is the what's his name? The, that the boy? guy. Yeah, the boy that grows into um... an eternal? Yes. That's nuts. Like, he's, not that's a, he's, not a, like, he's not. Sorry, he's not eternal. I can't remember his fucking name. That's what it looked like to me, and I was like, "This yeah. is gonna break my skull if they if you Alt, tell him Alt, like a clone is an eternal." Altinaton is. Is I saying that right? Altinaton. You can say however you want to, but you you get the kind of the stylized suit he has. It made it made it seem like this dude is like a celestial or some shit. Yep. And so he's locked in the world, and basically Phantom X is continuously trying to break him out, and he's like, but he doesn't want to leave, but he keeps trying. That's base. That's basically the issue. Yeah, and X, different teams to go back to the world. Yeah, one one is the Howling Commandos. One is the like you're saying, Hellfire, the, the Inner is? Circle. Sorry, did we specify what the world is? Because that's a terrible name for what you want it to be. Oh my god, I know. It's essentially like a big biosphere dome, but like all of like crazy shits happening in there. It's kind of like the negative zone, but like not negative. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's where it's where they. Yeah, exactly. It's where they they were. Um, creating all those clones and stuff it's like a pocket universe it's not a pocket universe but it's more of a pocket galaxy or world build yeah world or area what a terrible name for it don't call it the world oh it's an it's so brutal yeah it was in the it was in the the x-force run i ran i read too it, was, it just it reads differently when you're trying to when it goes to dialogue like they're yeah. like oh we got to return to the world and you're just like what yeah, you got to keep six on the capitalization. Yeah, it doesn't hit properly. It, like, if you call it, like, Section 37, you're like, okay, cool. Like, let me separate what they're talking about. When you say the world, though, like, everyone's default is to where we live, which is Earth, right? So, like, that kept taking me out of it when I was trying to fucking follow along with, I guess, all the time jumps, right? Because it goes decade by decade. Yes. Yeah, it's funny. It's like, so, yeah, the 10 years... Just to quickly cap the like the ten the decades like he so he goes with, with the Halley Commandos. Ten years after that, he makes a deal with the Inner Circle to cause a distraction so he can spend a long time within the world. They're attacked again. Um, ten years after that, beach time. Ten years after that, <laughs> he, time. he goes in with the the Humongonauts, right? Which was, was fucking hilarious. Day. Yeah, because they get um, wiped out immediately. Red Eye, a motor pool. Rest, yeah, Rustbot. <laughs> That's right. And uh, Mohawk person. <laughs> yeah. And they all die right away. It's like, yeah. bam. Well, you saw the door that they opened up to, right? Like, there's like a tentacle monster. There's like giant. There's like two sentinel-sized things, like robots. It was, you you weren't going to win this. This no. was not your order to win. And he knew that. It was a suicide mission. He just wanted distraction. Well, so he... There's a great panel of like, they walk in together, like of this great heroic team. They see all the chaos that they have to battle. The team gets blasted. And then you just see Phantom X like running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To go. It's like, no. And then, so 10 years after that, he actually gets Logan and Scott. Right, with their old school, uh, their gear on too. Yellow right? and black, yeah. Black and yellow, yeah. The, the and they go back. in, and, and that's when he, he finds his his twin again. But this right. time, he's like in full alternaton, alternaton mode. Right, which and... I thought it was a celestial or eternal or like something 
Mega, mega. Looks like it, yeah. Not really, I guess. I don't know. We'll find out more. And he doesn't even, and he doesn't even recognize Phantom X at this point. So it's kind of like, he's like, it's been that long. And then like AIM is in this too, which is nuts, right? Like I haven't seen AIM in a while. And Um, so it ends with, um, ten years later, the X Men contact Phantom X, and Storm asks him to take her to the world. Yeah, because apparently that's how she can get saved. Yeah, so this is where it ties into the bigger story. So it's 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 two it's like two three parts Phantom X origin story, right? And then one part back to the giant size. Well, I'll give it. I'll give it. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're you're right. Two thirds Phantom X, and then one third the world because the world is the real tie-in. Yeah. But I I don't think I have a stronger connection to what the world is. No, it's it's yeah. I I, it's, I, I know Phantom X can kind of play in and out of this is he x-men or no because he's by the end of it he's wearing the x badge on his belt but I don't yeah know he would be he's a, he's, a, he's he's a weapon plus program so he'd be the same as like wolverine and uh Cuckoos. wouldn't he be more like a deadpool yeah yeah actually he's actually sorry he's actually part sentinel he's like a because he's created he's he was he's meant like to be a sentinel nut, but he's, he's not he's not a mutant no what's his power set no he's not it's one of those complicated fucking like half. He's, he's he's weird, man. If I was Deadpool, I'd definitely start calling them fascists because they totally want Vanamex on fucking Coca Cola, but they're not gonna let. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's a good the point. fascism shit. Again, so it, it makes sense reading all of those together, but like in good fashion, I have more questions than answers after reading this. Mm. The only thing that kind of pulled me back to earth is like Storm and Cipher show up, and they're like, Storm's like, "Yo, I need your help, bro." That has to do with the world. Yeah. I still don't like that they call it the world, but like, I, I've always been connected to the whole looming storm story, right? And that's more and more coming evident that like, there's a big problem here. So, yeah, which is yeah, I was I was happy that they tied into that too, because like I said, I I actually I didn't love this issue. I liked it. Yeah. I should say I, I like I somewhere in between didn't mind and liked it because I enjoyed the backstory bit and I thought it was kind of entertaining how every ten years something else was was happening yeah uh, i had a bit of a already um idea of what phantom x in the world was before reading this i didn't like i'm not a pro at it obviously this is a- yeah but uh, do you do you feel like you have a, a stronger grip like grasp of not necessarily phantom x because you do but of the world no no the world the, is, like, the, no. the world has like floating easter island heads and eyeballs yeah. and shit yeah like it, it's so fucking- the world actually this made me more more confused on the world because the world that i knew was just like a a small thing that they kind of planted somewhere and they planted right. in the middle of like this area. And then they were growing. When I say they, I meant like uh, some members of the X-Force and they were growing like things there. So they were kind of creating their own spot. This, right. this is in the past this is different, but this world is fucking weird. There's no alternate on there. And there was no, you know, Phantom X trying to break in. He was trying to protect the world in that. So and that's, correct me if I'm wrong. This is different than what, Nightcrawler took his giant size team to get into, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Nightcrawler went back well, to the mansion. The they went to the mansion. So what am I thinking of? Where did the special team that they sent, the first one that they sent, oh. like, a small team into, like, like an eye of something? Like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Are you, yeah, that's not the giant size. Are you talking about the vault? Yes. The yeah, that's not giant size. That was That's where X-23 is right now with the other two guys. Were they... Oh. Um, Somehow I think those two are connected. Maybe that's because I didn't know the difference between two, or somehow like maybe it is because everything is kind of connected. But yeah, they're lost in the vault. I forgot about them. They've been there for like thirty years. Better name for the fucking world, though. 
Yeah, aren't they like they've been there for like a while? Thirty-five years. Are they a are time now or something. Yeah, something it shit ages fast. So I yeah. don't, I don't know how that ties in, but I think it 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 has to somehow. Yeah. I don't think I I still have, we'll come back like, to that. I have a strange belief that everything's going to connect, even though they've already proven us how many things cannot. Um, but largely we're reading kind of the core of this entire run, like all leans on each other, right? Like yep. we're, we're, we're getting a lot more of the, <clears throat> um, the inconsistencies with characters that pop out in different times and we don't know what's left from right. And I'm still enjoying that. I know you don't really like that, especially with the costume changes. Oh, the bizarre, the, the costume changes jar me a bit because I'm used to something, yeah. But uh, I still largely believe off of the, the initial... You think it's on purpose, eh? I do. Because um, okay, I, I, I'm still in the belief that the first issues that we read, talking about how they like time traveled. So, like the whole Mara Tegra that we haven't talked about for how long. She's been gone The fact that while, she's visited yeah. so many timelines and seen the so far future, that all of this stuff has to pay off to one of those kind of outcomes, right? So, I'm I'm clutching on to like yo please don't fuck me over right like i don't want this to turn into like a soprano thing where i'm just pissed at the end oh yeah, yeah. but i'm I'm pissed right now <laughs> i'm just lost right now right like the uh we were saying this before we even started recording like a lot of this run for what are we x, x of light x of sword what are we doing What's this what? is uh this is light of x yeah yeah light of x hasn't been great as great of a run because a lot of it's either finishing up stories or setting up new shit and it's we're right in the middle of less like, like, fuck though. Like, anyway, moving on to Excalibur because I can talk how much I feel cheated in terms of this run because this entire issue just seems to be walking to get to a gate and then. Oh, Excalibur, yeah. Yeah, then they get to the gate. So issue eleven, um, Chogo's boy, Shogo has already been kind of we don't know who shot him down but he's he's crashed landed and now jubilee's kind of imprisoned in I well, guess, those those tree, those, those white cup? those the white priestesses shot okay, him down so right the white citadel the white white side um took him down and yeah. now we know that there's this other side green side yeah that are they live outside of the citadel outside of the walls they operate not as like religious zealots but more of like moderates and non-violent peaceful yep and they're really about like the earth so they're trying to like heal i keep wanting to call him chogo and chogo's only because of i like domino um, if <laughs> um trying to like heal him and calm down jubilee who's freaking out in the basically like a, a trunk of a, a yeah, tree giant tree yeah because her son her, she doesn't know what's going on with her son right yeah so, um, of course excalibur like just crash lands in and says like free her and there's this big standoff that the greens for lack of better names, so just saying like, hey man, we're not about violence. Like we're just trying to keep it keep it green. <laughs> like, you call them greens because they call it, they literally call them the green and the white. Yeah, we just want to like live off the earth and shit. And like, Gamma's like, fuck that. <laughs> like throws like ten cards. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <Earth> exploding shit. <laughs> I do love the X Men that don't give a fuck and just like I'm using my powers today, right? So like, yeah, they come to guns blazing. And then finally, after Commer heads prevail. Betsy starts talking to Jubilee through the trunk of this, like, hey man, like it's cool out here, you just need to calm down. What, what and, what's cool about and this then is that's that when the kind of comic begins, right? Yeah, what's cool about this too is they actually talk about like we need to get Shogo or we should get Shogo back to Krakoa. And and the argument is, well, okay, we could do that, but this in dragon form, he has a giant hole in his wing. 
When we take him back to Krakoa, he's going to revert to baby form. With a big hole in it. What the fuck's the hole? Is it going to shrink with him or is it going to stay the same size? Is it going to be like take his arm up? So they're like, no, we got to keep him here. Well, I was like, that's a kind of a cool idea because you're that's right. Smart. It's... Yeah, you don't know where this hole is going to appear this baby. Yeah. <laughs> It's bad parenting. What it was like. Let's let's leave him giant size till we fix him, and then we'll make him small again. That's right. And um, you get the secret conversation between Richter and Apocalypse or Dolphin Sound. Yeah, which is cool that he still has kind of that connection with Richter, who he brought into the team initially. Yeah, he like and he... Kinda, and and really kind of like honey dicked him into like joining the team. Too. He did. He was kind of like, oh no, I'm your friend. I got you. And all of a sudden, he's the kind of religious voice in his in his background i, I love excalibur because there's all these religious overtones too like there's, yeah, there's a lot yeah. fantasy but it's always to a higher power shit and i fucking eat that up when it's used in comical ways not really in bible ways um right not against that book but one's a little more entertaining to me than the other yeah um so i, lo- I love the fact that like apocalypse still again one of those great characters who's We've known him as a villain for so long that it's hard to like change that. But he's so ancillary and hanging out in the background doing whatever the fuck he needs to do that he really only like um, talks to people when he needs something. So he's like, hey, Richter, man, like <laughs> go touch that crystal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they start talking, yeah. Uh, and you get there back and forth. So I don't know what Apocalypse is planning, but like, I guess Richter's his gateway in because he starts telling him about his own little cabal that he yeah, had the high lords the, yeah yeah the 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 coven of externals he's like we prefer high lords all of them had like daggers and shit um and again like for me like it goes back to a whole like religious hier- hierarchy and allegory like all that shit especially for excalibur they seem to be hammering home how like religious can be like, religion can be really fucked up if you view it as a cult and like blindly just follow everything that they tell you is like law so i'm enjoying that for a different reason but uh to see another backstory of the world's most oldest mutant is insane yep yeah it's cool yeah i didn't i didn't know about that yeah i think that's that's a new yeah that's brand new like for this stuff so i I expect the like those other faces in his little coven to kind of show up at some point hopefully right whether or not he has to resurrect them or fight them or get his team to fight them, I'm all for it. But uh, Richter, Richter gets a little more information to what's looming beneath. And then I guess the green kind of just make friends with the rest of Excalibur and say, hey, man, the gate's up that way. You got to walk over there. Yep. Yeah, they, the whole, so they, they get to the gate. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole premise of Excalibur is they want to plant a flower gateway in Outer World so they have access to it, right? So they're trying to figure out where to plant it. And everyone's like, we should do it outside the gate of the Citadel for whatever reason. So again, I I got mad by the end of this issue because it turns into just like a fucking Dragon Ball episode where they're just running or charging up. They're just Yeah, they're just charging up. Because they get I to wrote... the gate and then they face off and they're like, oh, next issue. I was like, fuck you guys. So this, I... is all, this is what I wrote for the, the last thing, the last notice. The team assaults the Citadel of Saturnine and plants a gate. Then Betsy and Saturnine have a chat. Rogan Gambit steals some shit and Richter lost in the gate abyss. That's a, like that's an issue that wasn't needed, but okay. No, it's like, it. Just like that, that, this, that, and then... Moving on. It may, maybe it's I feel cheated with this run. Like, in most of the other... In... I think all the other like series, you always get like some nugget of information that you can either kind of theorize what's going to happen next or just be like, oh shit, that was a crazy revelation. I wasn't expecting that. 
this one was all like new shit's happening so like i'm trying to theorize but i don't like all the new shit yeah or the shit that like i was already gung-ho about they're like we're not ready to do anything yet so like hang hang tight i'm like fuck off (laughs) that that was that was that was excalibur that's exactly what (laughs) i feel the same way just just fuck off yeah, fuck off. Moving on to Marauders, which a lot of shit happens, but I'm I still feel cheated out of this one too. It was weird, man. Yep. <laughs> this seems to be the the theme in this fucking run of Elevens, but it, it, there's a funeral of Kate Pride, which is yeah. I think they're just eating up. I think they're just eating up time until that. I probably said this, but eating up time um, for uh, the Ten of Swords event. Right. So I'm thinking. But yeah, it opens with a, with a Nightcrawler note to Kate about the goings-on on the island. Right. How Ice, Ice Man misses her and Cable and the, and the Cuckoos, the Green Lagoon, all that stuff, right? Because he's writing to her as, it, as she's dead. Yeah, the amazing shot of like her actual funeral on the beach, <clears throat> the shores of Krakoa, with all of kind of her teammates and most trusted friends around her. Yeah. There's a point where in one of the panels, if you look to the far end, there's five silhouetted characters. And that drew me back to when we were reading that... Uh, once off issue where we didn't know who those like mysterious figures were. Yeah. I don't know if they got revealed at all, but I think one of those pyro. So I don't think it's like a big, like, who are these guys? Right. But no, it's just, I think it's just a Marauders team. Right. Um, some of them are, I don't know if it was a choice. Like a lot of them are um, shrouded in shadow. Mm-hmm. Like you'll see Iceman and you'll see like uh, Christian Frost in like the foreground, but like directly behind them, you'll just see shadowy figures. When in every other panel of every other comic, they had no problem showing you every little detail from the furthest fucking mutant, mutant out. So I'm, I'm, I, it just made me wonder, like, what was the choice for excluding specific characters in this specific issue? Because it, it's still a pivotal issue. It's just fucking weird, man. It is. Yeah, it's it's different. It's it's not the tone of Marauders we're used to. Either like you get you see at the funeral after so they burn her on a, at the uh, like they burn her body on the boat. They just yep, did you catch Viking the funeral. yeah yeah the Viking funeral yeah they catch the the glances that uh, um, Ileana and and Rachel gave Emma right when she was walking by they gave her like cut eyes so it's kind of like oh shit it's like <laughs> are they are they pinning this all on Emma right. right. Um, and then you, you get exposition from Emma who actually like the first time you see her break down yeah. And like cry and then uh the even better moment of Lockheed finally showing up again yeah and so he gets to fill in some of the blanks of the story yeah because she reads his mind right and we get to see who killed kate which we are new mr shaw yeah we already knew that but yeah like, so yeah she finds she out didn't and... know that but like, i think like emma being emma always knew that she couldn't trust the black king right like this is not new she just has fuel for this fire yeah yeah, I like how she like spazzes out and then it's kinda like so she punches she goes to diamond form and like yeah. punches the wall and shit and she's like, wait, what Which we also haven't seen a lot of her too. Right? She hasn't had to go diamond form for a lot. Well she hasn't really gotten her hands dirty a lot. Yeah. So she shouldn't I mean, have to as a white queen, right? But, she got her mind dirty. Like she's she's fucked up some people, but never yep. to the point of like, okay, I'm gonna use my hands to do it. It was nice that there was a chessboard there that she was about to smash up to. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's some good symbology. <laughs> you get you get the nice trade off of Kurt and X talking about like kind of the five problem and why it's been so hard to bring back a Kate. That's right. Yeah, this is all. This is yeah. There's a lot. It was like a the side, the side plot of 
finally well, addressing that, right? It's a big problem, right? Like if this is the one get out of jail free card and one of your most popular characters or pivotal pieces in the whole Kokoa like universe or country that you're building, your United Nations can't come back from death, then there's a problem with the whole system, right? So hmm. what did um, you think of the of the reveal there? Like because they they figure out why she can't come back. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like she keeps drowning in the egg sac because she's trying to phase three or something like that. Like, well, she can't break. So her whole thing is that she um, she can't break through the egg because her she keeps powers... phasing through it. Yeah, and then yeah, she'll, she... drown, she'll drown in the like the the, the husk water. Fluid, yeah, I, I, I want to say what's the womb water called? The... <laughs> oh, the embryonic fluid. <laughs> yeah, she's that's what she's in. She's an egg baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny, but it was weird. And I, thought, I... I... yeah, go ahead. No, no, go. No, I was gonna say it's, it. It was like it was cool, but at the same time, it was almost, for lack of a better word, it was like anticlimactic. Like I was like, yeah. Oh, that's all it was. It was just her power set. I thought it was a matter of fact thing. It was like very. It was an easy bow on something that was supposed to be like we thought was going to be this big like major arc. Yeah, because we thought we thought Krakoa was preventing her from coming coming back. because that she could easily find Moira. Turns that, out that it's just her power set wasn't really letting her. And I, I, I like, I still don't want to believe that that's the full truth because we don't even know if she can use the gates yet because she is back. Like they brought back another version of her, but even yes. the new version doesn't look like her. And it's kind of weird to me. Like this is the first it's funny. clone baby to come back. And I'm just like, oh, you definitely look like a clone. Like you're going to be a problem somehow for somebody, but I don't know how, like there's something off about her and this issue, which I guess works in their favor. Um, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't like the whole like she keeps drowning. <laughs> like someone would have noticed. Like nobody's watching these eggs to be like, hey man, she can't breathe and come through. Like maybe we should break it here. Yeah, why don't we just break it for her? Yeah, it's yeah. It was a, There's a dude named Egg. He's not watching the eggs. What is he doing? <laughs> I want more five shit. Like where the, we don't get enough five, and that's maybe the best like hidden secret of like we only got sparse kind of views of these five who are maybe the most people most important mutants on this island let alone oh, that, yeah that definitely this series right and like, we don't we know do, very much about them we do get a cool uh scene in the subway with storm and that dolores woman right who works for the x desk and they end up finding because we've been getting throughout issues we've been getting littered with the um the, the white text pages yeah from the x desk oh, we're like, helping the, from? yeah they're humans who are helping the x-men out which is cool but she yeah so she they tracked down this one woman, Dolores, and she thanks her personally in the subway for the tip on the, the tainted drugs. Right. And she's like, oh, I just thought that was kind of cool to, to address a plot that's been growing within the text pages as an actual, like, printed page. You know, that was cool. Doesn't she also let her know that, like, like Storm lets Dolores know that she's also going through some problems? Like, yes. And, like, she got to work out? So, like, yeah. X-Test is now kind of abreast to like oh, we have a, another pressing problem that we may have to look into yeah which was kind of cool which is cool it's, it's cool that they actually <laughs> actually do have some allies out there it's not everybody with um power dampness trying to kill them right <laughs> so, or, or plant zombies or vampires or yeah or old, or old women with guns or themselves or, or themselves, yeah. maybe the fire club or beast or, or santa <laughs> or costa or perdida <laughs> Or Fantastic Four. We have to do the list, man. Or Doctor Doom. We really do. Okay, we, we really do guys like write a list out because they. It's amazing how many foes you have and you're still alive, but clearly they're not still alive. They're all dying 
all the time. <laughs> we got to do a kill count. I don't even know if they've kept track of how many. Like, I'd love to see how many times like Cyclops has come back from death. Quentin Quire has got to be the top. You think so? Because he dies in every issue. Like we see, he's. I think he's only lived in one or two issues that he's been in. He's he's like he's like the Kenny of of Krakoa. Right. That's not Kid Omega. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what I was like. He better say Kid Omega. Kid Omega, yeah, he dies in every he fucking issue. Kid. He thinks he's cool now. He's getting ass. Wait, are we? He's in this issue, right? Oh, no. Next uh, is the, in we'll X, we'll do X, X Force yeah, next, next, right? So yeah. He's he a little happy. We'll get there. Yeah, um, well, we're going on. We're done with Marauders now, so. Are we? <laughs> you have nothing more to say about this? This is, and here's, like, this is what's heart wrenching and why I know. I feel cheated in this run of X-Books. We literally talk so much shit about Marauders to the very least, how much we love Kate or what's going on or what we can expect. And this one, we're just like eight minutes, nine minutes. All right, that's it. Like she's back from the dead. And both of us don't even think like that's a pivotal like plot point. There's well, something, there's something weird. It, it is. Yeah. I, I thought, I actually thought the funeral and the Emma breakdown was more um, emotional than, Oh, Kate's back. But it's because she couldn't, which is weird. You're right. It's like yeah. Kate's back, but she's back because she couldn't, you know, break through the and, egg. She had to face and this it. comic would have been so much stronger if you ended with them trying to do it again and still failing. And yeah. then you have fucking Emma still like taking it all on herself of like blaming herself for all this stuff, right? But it ends with her, with Kate Just coming back on the farm naked, draped with uh, Lockheed around her. But she looked, for me, she, she obviously she's drawn a little different, but. There's something in the eyes. I know these are all like drawn pictures and stuff and like it's not as human as you want it to be, but there's something with her eyes that like doesn't check out. Like, who am yeah. I? Right? I'm not a doctor, let alone a comic doctor. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I'm I'm confused on what's going on with Marauders now because you got your captain back, but I don't know if she's really that captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something seems different about her and you've been saying that from the very beginning that... Um, the people that come back, like who hasn't come back yet, is more interesting than who has. And that's why I'd love a tally list. Right? Yeah, that's really a good point. I, like Storm, Storm's come back, Jean's come back, Logan's come back. Cyclops has Colossus come back too, right? Colossus has it. Colossus. He wasn't a clone, was he? I think mm, wasn't he just like beat up mm, and like they healed him with healer? I think you're right. I think you're right. And that's a good segue to X Force Eleven, maybe the greatest comic book cover yet. Got two Russian, two angry Russians in the front. Also, the most misleading comic book yes, cover. Yes, because <laughs> one of those Russians isn't in the book at all. This is not the the matchup you're going to get this issue at all. I hate, I hate when they do this. They and they do this often too. So I don't even take it. I don't even take stock in in. But in, it looks so good. Let's just talk about it. They're yeah. both in like maybe. A finger like away from each other's face, but it's Omega it's uh, what it's it's for the it's Colossus and Omega Red. By the yeah, way, it, we have it, a... it's Omega grinning with his fucking tentacles wrapped around his neck, and yeah. fucking Colossus angry with his fucking metal fist around Omega's neck, and it's yeah. like this is the greatest. Like if there's a video game, this is the the boss level I want to play. I'll play as either character and fucking love it. Yeah, be, that, lose, yeah, but fucking like give me this now Which and then you read the comic and we don't even get a hint no <laughs> Omega no no they're really just using him as like a bait and switch eh? here's well, a little mega red for you he's not in this one 
clearly they don't know we're not buying comic books anymore. So that uh, that little ploy to be like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna buy it because it's got Omega Red on the cover, and then you're like, Man, wait a minute. When, when I was going yeah. to when I was going to the store so often, like back in the day, I get fucked over by that. A few yeah, times. That's why they started putting comics in plastic, <laughs> so I could yeah. open it and be like, "Wait, he's not in here, motherfucker!" I'm yeah, what kid. kind of fucking cover is it? And Marvel's the, I swear it. to God, Marvel's the worst for that. They fucking put these misleading covers, and I'm still yeah. waiting for Marvel to release a comic book of their comic book covers, not just the variants. Like they have like good ones that tell a whole story, but yeah, their cover work art has always been. I mean, that's half the reason that got a lot of us into comics. You're just like, "What's that? What is that?" Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> got us mad instantly. Like, well, this wasn't in here. <laughs> yeah, they, they fucking always. I, God, they used to make me so mad. Well, then why are you putting it? Just put a fucking <laughs> cover with the title. That's it. I don't need all this. It's such a like great movie trailer that you read the that you go see the movie. And you're like, oh, this was none of this was in the trailer. Like, I didn't get to see nothing blow up. Like, this was this is the worst movie ever. Like, this was such. I got misled by a trailer, and I that happens to me a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, so X Force uh, opens at the Healing Gardens with Sage Beast and Cecilia Ray's. Uh, they're performing autopsies on the latest infiltrators. Um, Those yeah, guys in the red suits, <laughs> the, which they get the cool name uh, Russian Nesting Dolls. Which we'll yeah, in a minute. I just want to talk about the first panel. Like, I don't know if you're looking at it right now. Beast looks so weird. Weird. <laughs> Like it's almost like his hands got like cut off. Short arms. Yeah, yeah it's so it's so like jarring and like. I was I actually wasn't gonna say anything, but I did. No, I, that was the first to. thing I saw. No, we have to. Like especially when we're talking about the cover. The cover art has Omega Red and then Colossus, and then the first page has like deformed Beast. I was so I was so upset. He's <laughs> like little so like, little arms that look like. Like I don't know. Like baby art. It looks like his like he's finally growing back his real arms. But he's just stuck in like baby Deadpool little. little yeah, 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 that's right. So I'm like, yo, did Beast get his arms chopped off? Like, does, yeah. does Beast have uh, chameleon powers? But no, that's just how they decided to draw him for this panel. It was so jarring, man. It yeah, it was off. weird. Yeah. But now it makes me laugh because, again, like, this run was not, it's not their best stuff. I don't no. know what they're setting up for. I think X Force has the best setup for the new villain because they're doing these autopsies on all these Russian kind of skin suit um, motherfuckers and l- little do they know like uh, fucking aliens like another it's, one bursts out of their chest yeah and then it keeps doing it like so it's like the little they cut yeah like you said they cut the one guy open and then like a smaller version of him jumps out <laughs> and, they and then it. they kill it and then a smaller version jumps out of that that and, version <laughs> and then sage calls them uh, like a the, the russian nesting dolls which yeah is a little like, fucking dog you keep opening up as a small as well i was like that's hilarious but that's the, like the craziest creepiest thing that i would hate to be running around my house yeah just a little man with a knife that just kept like every time i kill him would show up as a smaller man with, yeah. a, little, with a smaller knife I'm where like, does it where does it end you know what it, I mean? like but, is he gonna jump in, in your ear and like enter your like where does it end but How, that, but, and that's and that's the whole issue which was kind of cool like they could go off to chase this one tiny one little do they know that they leave all these other dead bodies in the fucking healing garden and they start fucking fucking open too it's insane right so like the whole issue is them running around trying to like stop this it, i again i want to say new villain but like villain within a villain <laughs> like the 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 title was the M, the enemy within which made me laugh yeah yeah that was, yeah cleverly worded uh then we get like uh colossus is like a farmer in the savage land now like it was... man he needs peace man yeah he's, he's just like 
maybe that's what you mean by like because he he was never resurrected. He's just he wasn't. And to his to his credit, he his connection with Domino is about never forgetting. Like he he hasn't been recloned to forget. He still knows what happened. We, we don't know, which I can't wait for the reveal is. I I hope it's something to do with Omega Red, which would make sense. Um, but he's still dealing with his past demons to the point that he he chooses to be cattle in the Savage Lands instead of like <laughs> Colossus with the X Force. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, he's just harvesting um, flowers. Yep. Get really. Really. <laughs> and Colossus kind of comes to, or sorry Colossus Domino comes yeah. to try and excuse me kind of get bring him back into the fray and he only he only actually he says no initially but uh when when those little Russian nesting doll guys take control of, of Krakoan weaponry which is insane <laughs> just like I was like oh man when I saw him in Sage's that one guy was in Sage's chair yeah it's just like I was like oh shit's about to hit the fan yeah I was but like I love here that, we go. Um, Colossus's warning um, system is that the multiple men are now fucking returning back. That's right, all James, all James yeah. running for the gate. He's like, "Oh shit, something's fucking real happening!" Right? Like that's when he's like, "I gotta go, Colossus," and he does, and he yeah. walks right into the fucking fire. Yeah, he find, yeah he jumps through, and then they're so then he sees like everybody fighting. It's a it's a great panel. It's, you see like Nightcrawler banffing. Sage doing hair shit, uh, like Cyclops is shooting a beam across the page. Like there's there's carnage all over the place. Um, Beast still has tiny arms for some reason, but you know. <laughs> and then Black, uh, Black, they have like a panic room that Black Tom locks Charles in. Right. There's a lot going on, and it's happening so fast that like it's a little jarring for me. Like I didn't expect a threat this deep to affect them. So like in all past issues, their defense system, like they. They would get uh, like invaded or attacked, but like they'd usually be on top of it fairly fast. This one seemed to just overrun their whole system. I think because I think it's because they went right for the uh, like defense system. Like they went right for Sage's chair. Yeah, they knew where to go, right? Yeah, which is crazy. And then when when this is probably important to know um, when Charles is locked in the panic room, the little guy that's following him goes for the um, the that's sword. Sure. The Cerebro Sword. Master Sword. Master Sword. <laughs> I was playing Zelda earlier. Yeah, he oh. goes Cerebro Sword, which I have no idea is or existed. So. Well, yeah. When he when he died the so when he died the first time, Charles. Right. Remember they took Cerebro. Magneto made a sword out of uh, Cerebro ah. that died. It was like a quick panel. It was like a, it was like the ending panel of one of the early X Force. So it's a, it's like a a connection to Cerebro. Yeah. Okay. It's his old helmet. And it's Please. like a crazy MacGuffin. Like this is like yeah. the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant for like X-Men. So the fact that these fucking dusting dolls knew to go after that, let alone throw off all of the defenses of X- X-Force is insane, right? And then, and then, well, he takes the sword, then stabs Kid Omega with it. So, that, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so happy that he's finally getting some action. Like, he finally got some, some, some booty from, was it, it was one of the cuckoos, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's so I've never seen him so happy. He's like to the point that like he's like jumping up in the air too. Right? Like he pumps a fist and everything. But yeah, you're happy for him. <laughs> he turns around and <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> it's it's like, really funny. <laughs> straight out the gate, stabbed. It's like damn. He literally gets stabbed in the back. And then we see this, I guess, new character. I don't know. Well, it's uh, it's actually um, 
Where's my notes here? Mikhail. So remember we were talking about it's Klaus's brother. Uh, I didn't. Okay, so uh, over my head. Mikhail Rasputin. So we uh, we talked about him issues ago that I, I believe that he could be somebody like uh, he was one of the he, he may be the guy that um, remember the dude with the peacock tattoo. Ah, remember they, oh, were, they were getting overthrown. You think he's like, boss boss? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Because now he's got the cerebral sword too. <clears throat> so but he, they're, they're, yeah, go on. He was definitely one of the guys shrouded in uh, black. Okay. For the for the ten of swords promo, remember? Uh, and he's definitely holding a sword now, so that yeah. makes more so that sense. That makes sense. Uh, so he's got he's got the cerebral sword. I was just gonna say this is another level to what's happened to Pietrov in Russia because we're I was easily gonna give it to Omega Red, but it could have been his brother too. Yeah. As well. well, I mean, you you want you were you. It's funny because you were just talking about Colossus being back in the fray, right? Uh, I think this is how you get him back into it. You make it a family affair. Yeah. I mean, he's got his little sister though. Yeah, who's actually stronger? <laughs> 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 it's funny, but, eh? She's like, you got a little sister. She's a general, like a war general of Kokoa, yeah. and then Colossus is like, I'm good, just harvesting these flowers. But you know how that makes sense. He's the gentle giant, and she's yeah. the small fucking. I have six chips on my shoulder. I have to prove something to everybody. Yeah. So that dynamic works, and especially with the actual like sizes of the characters, it works even more so. But the fact that like Colossus is the most kind of engaging character for X Force, which was never the case, right? Like he wasn't even kind of the original team, but now they're finding more kind of threads to pull on that his story is the most interesting thing that I want to find out about. Because again, mm. we still don't know what happened to him that made him be like, you know what? I'm questioning being an X-Men. Yeah, he was, yeah. All we know is that he was planted in Russia or in and around Russia to to, to protect mutants because they knew that they wouldn't honor um, Krakoa's sovereignty, right? So that's all we know. We don't know exactly what, like you're saying, we don't know what happened. We just know why he was there. And then he came home and he was like torn to pieces. <laughs> Yeah, so like this was the best of the elevens, but not by like a long shot, right? Like, no. What What do you think of? Um, they were gonna get a Kid Omega versus Cable, a Kid Cable, Kid right. Omega, Kid Cable, because I mean, remember he's supposed to be with all the cuckoos, but we have which cuckoo is this? Phoebe. Yeah. Phoebe bumping uglies with Kid Omega, even right. though they're all all over Cable. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if there's a showdown there. Is Emma going to go talk to whoever Kid Omega's father is and be like, you're little oh, yes. dirty son. <laughs> well, while, he's eating his, while he's eating his Philly cheese. <laughs> Bumping uglies <laughs> with my clone daughter. So like, who's going to answer to Kid Omega? Like, yeah. I'd love her to go talk to Logan and be like, really? Like, I don't like the guy either. Like, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Logan, good segue. Why not? Very we get another segment. amazing cover. Yeah, with guess who else is on it? Omega, Omega Red. Red. Except he's actually in this one. So. Yeah, he, he, he gives me a little um, hints of Sabretooth with his pose. Yeah, over the water. with Yeah. yeah. With Which I, I, I would love a trade-off. If they want to do um, Omega Red versus uh, Wolverine and Sabretooth versus Colossus, ooh. Yeah. I'd pay kind of for that comic issue. Not really, but you know, I would... <laughs> Uh, it opens as a direct uh, follow-up. Before you get into that, and the the second half of that cover is uh, Wolverine getting drowned by the yes. tentacles of Omega, which is, an, again, amazing cover. Which is interesting because we just talked about how inaccurate the last cover was. 
this one is a little I mean, more can, true to form. This one's like almost spot on, but yeah, it's it. Um, it starts off amazingly. It starts off right <laughs> directly from the last issue where he's just throwing, he just throws Megdo's he helmet back to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even apologetic. Like he talks about, like, oh yeah, I got him drunk, I drugged him, and I took his helmet. And then I was like, um, are you sorry about that? He's like, well, you know, not really. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I got you drunk and stole your helmet. What do you, what do you want? You told, and then there's the callback about like. Uh, I can't remember what issue that was, but long time ago. Remember, uh, he, Magneto you know, tears the adamantium off of. Oh yeah, Wolverine's he's like bones. Yes, he's like you. You you stole my skeleton. We'll call it even, right? Like yeah. I took your helmet. You took my skeleton. We'll call yeah. it even, which yeah. is amazing. Like, how do you not take that olive branch, right? Like, yeah, he crippled Wolverine. He's got a point. He ripped... <laughs> but there's there's a few panels where he legit looks like Batman, like drawn but, yeah. that way. Like you yeah. get some cowl close up of just his face talking and I'm like Batman and then there's the fucking where he's shrouded in shadow looking yeah. one way and like Professor X is in the background and he's got the same kind of cowl points it's like a Frank Miller's Batman with the small um cowl points of the yep. back I'm like Batman again and again true to form they're both kind of rogues will be like well I'm gonna do it my way like if this was Justice League uh Batman be turning his back on them and being like eh, I'm, I'm done here <laughs> I've said what I needed to say yeah I'm out I'm go piece and it's it goes back to wolverine being one of the only mutants that's re- openly like rebelling against some of the krakoan leaders too right rebelling so much to the point that he laughed to himself that he pissed in magneto's oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's right they're, they're reading his mind yeah that's right he's just a piss get a little smirk from him too which is so not batman so way to way to make it better i love this title too they also call it there will be blood and if there's anything you want from a Wolverine comic, is blood. It's blood, and it, yeah, it's interesting because you get yeah we get like I said you get, you get the insight into how he doesn't really buy he doesn't fully into Krakoa and its lack of balance and monitoring systems, and then he, we find out too that he has a a secret gate to Canada. Um, this is where we'll like we can actually talk about the continuity difference. Because in other titles, he really seems about the team, about Krakoa. Like in mm-hmm. X-Force, he really seems about the team. Regardless of what they have to do, he's always the first one to be like, all right, I'm the guy you need. I'm going to go do it for the team. Anytime he pops up with X-Men, he loves being around the Summers and the Greys and kind of that team aspect. Like he loves living on the moon. So this is kind of, I don't want to say it's out of character. It's just a different version of him yep. that doesn't line up with what we've seen to this point. I mean, even in the Deadpool um, issue he's talking about like how like friendship and like he's surrounded by his x-men team so if they're trying to if they want to say that he doesn't agree with the council i think they need to stress that more but he's yeah. definitely mutants and his his click yeah his team no, that's a good point I, actually that, that was that's what i was going to reply with i think it's more he doesn't really like the uh authority which is fair but he loves the island he just is kind of like yeah these guys you know, are, are ruining it for me. And now that it's been a while, he kind of sees how things operate. So, yeah. Or at the beginning, it was it was all kind of a trial run. Now it's it's been a while, so we get that. You know, I have my beef with this, and this doesn't really work. This doesn't. And he's work. been in a lot of different issues to see how many things go wrong. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of wins. No, too. no, he doesn't. And in his own title, he has even less. Um, but we also agreed that, like, when he goes to Canada, that's when the comic kind of switches tone, look, and feel. Yeah, it becomes more of a, yeah, it becomes a real solo. Right, and it, it turns into like a 30 Days of Night vibe, right? Like he shows up to the small town and kind of trying to do some detective work, but like there's something off about the town. 
Yeah, yeah. no, it really does. Especially when I was when I was when I was reading it, I like you're right. I didn't I didn't think of thirty days, but thirty days a night, but it's exactly the vibe you get. Like exactly. It's it's it, for me. It picked up as soon as he leaves. Kind of because there's warm colors, like they're using warm and soft like yellows and stuff when he's inside the bar. But as soon as he leaves to the cold air night, you see how drastic blues they use and like the way they use the whites. Mm-hmm. The last time I saw it like this, and then splashes of red was when we did the review for. It. I don't remember what episode, but if you haven't been listening to the rest of the shit we did, we do Thirty Days of Night, which is a fun read, cool read, and this kind of like harkens back to that whole. Uh, Watch out for this town at night because you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I think that was our episode 30. Stat boy, where are you at? Let them know. Could be wrong, though. But Link yeah. in the comments. If not, just keep scrolling. I mean, you can always keep listening to more Coke and Dank. We don't stop talking. No, 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 no. <laughs> Even if it's to our detriment, we just don't stop talking. You should hear the shit we don't record. Good oh, Lord. man. Yeah, like you say, you always, you always say, too, as soon as we talk start talking you just press record yeah that first hour bro there was a lot of good shit in there yeah 30 I'm days not, a night is, is I'm our not episode, even smoke up you like. was our episode 31 <laughs> by the way it's our fifth arc analysis um but he, he turns into a detective with like different kind of people of the towns are showing up bloodied and kind of massacred mm-hmm. and he's him being logan isn't sure if he did this or not because he he wakes up in kind of a like a, a locker or a basement unsure of how he got drugged there or like um, what he did previously. So he goes into detective mode and we quickly see that, I guess the people of the town aren't really on the level because they shoot him with like a blow dart and tie him up. That's right. Yeah. They think he's the one. They think he's a killer, which they're not wrong. Well, cause he gets into a, he gets into a bit of a scruff with the guys there at the beginning, but yeah. And then when one of them ends up dead, they throw like, I mean, it makes sense. Like, he's the new guy, right? So you would have to look at the new guy first. Yep. Little do we know. I mean, that and that crazy old lady that looks like a young old boy. Yeah. (laughs) Like the three tooth. Like, wasn't she coming on to him earlier? Yeah, she was. Yeah. And he kind of like, lady. (laughs) And then there's that weird kid that kind of looks like the Joker. Or like like, Toad almost. Yeah. Oh, better look. Um, I'd be like, hey, maybe we should look more at the kid who's trying to capture flies under a glass. He doesn't seem on the level as this dude that just wants to come and drink, but too late for that. Um, Wolverine's uh, chained up and the kid that looks like Toad eats the fly. <laughs> like a to- like Toad would, right? <laughs> Fair enough. And they decide to take him out into kind of the storm of winter. To ice him. I, I guess an interrogation or punishment or they know something that Wolverine doesn't know and the reader doesn't know because then we get the amazing panel of what's happening in the deepest, coldest of nights. It is Mr. Omega Red. <clears throat> so that, like, that was a cool reveal. I mean, I it guess was cool. They, they, they buried the lead with giving it in the cover, but if you read it after you read X-Voice, like, you didn't think he was going to show up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's like they, they buried the lead, but did they? Because, I mean, normally they're Lately, their covers aren't always honest. Uh, I don't. I don't know if we followed the reading order though. Like that's the like. I love how they they print out at the end of each issue what's coming and when it's coming. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, that's how you're supposed to read it. So if they have X Force before Wolverine Four, then you did a good job. But if you have that reverse, then like somebody's pissed and like I wanted more Omega Red. Well, we are because we wanted more. Yeah, Omega Red. I always want more Omega Red. He's great. 
Um, but again, that's when this comic really starts to look like 30 Days uh, of Night. Um, they start doing silhouettes, a lot of like snow panels, and it, it's amazing artwork, right? It's just, it literally reminds me of something that kind of did something similar as well. It's not really a knock as much as it, I like that you threw Wolverine in this type of atmosphere. Um, it's just what I don't like about it is I don't know if you want to give away. I was going to yeah, I was going to ask you how you felt about that. But before, right before we do, they said they were going to take him out to ice him, literally right. ice him. And by ice him, they mean they take him out to like the middle of the lake. I guess it's all frozen over, and they chainsaw Square out. Yeah, where, he, where he's on a chair, <laughs> and they sink him. <laughs> yeah, and then they sink him. So while that, yeah, before they're able to do that, Omega Red shows up and basically slaughters them all, which is amazing. Yeah. If, because that's all you needed. You didn't need everything else we got. You only needed a Mega Red to tease me to read the next issue. Yeah, and then yeah, like, sorry, if you can finish your thought. No, that's the thought because you okay. know what's coming. Like, there's an amazing panel, but it's so like disheartening because you don't need to do it, but they chose to do it this way anyway. Yeah, and it's it's Omega Red holding the Wolverine under the ice with like an army of vampires in the background. Dracula are, and his vampires. Like, like, he, did Omega Red really need this army? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I know we know from go. You know, I was gonna say we know from past issues that he's he's allied himself with Dracula. Sure, but it's like I don't know, man. I don't like you said. I don't think they need it in a Wolverine book. Or an excellent issue, and I'm pretty sure that wasn't Omega Red locked up in a cave somewhere on Krakoa. Yeah, so he's he's he snuck out. All right, that's weird. That's a continuity thing for me that like hurts a little. You. Omega Red's like a fucking Omega level villain. You're not gonna let this dude sneak out. Yeah, just with the amount of eyes and ears and like how how in tune so many people are with Kokoa, you're gonna notice if this motherfucker who you decided to put in a cave is no longer in that cave. So I'm hoping there's a great explanation on how, but I'm not mad that he appeared. I'm just mm, I, I'm mad at the vampires. Yeah, it's the vampires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't like the vampires. I can get over the continuity. Like, if he just ducked out or found a getaway, great. But, like, it's literally an army. It's not even like he showed up with one and, like, he bit another one or something. Like, he, there's a there's a horde. Like, he's got a Lord oh, yeah. of the Rings level troop of, like, orcs to come fucking take over this Canadian town. Yeah. But And it, uh, you were talking three days a night. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Then that's, yeah, nail on the head. And it's such an amazing panel too, right? Because above the water or the ice line, you see Omega Red still piercing down with the tentacles and all the vampires in the background. I mean, it's shitty, but it looks great. But you keep going down the panel and you see the tentacles are holding Wolverine underwater. And it's such a good fucking Oh, panel. it's a really cool, yeah. It's all black and he's surrounded by like ice cold blue water. And clearly he's like drowning, but I mean, to be continued. So it's, it's such a weird like, you want to like this and it was so easy to like if you just excluded all the vampires in the back like if it was just omega red doing this shit i'd be so amped that's gonna be more uh, effective right yeah i'm so not excited to find out how wolverine's gonna have to battle vampires now yeah <laughs> yeah chalk it up we got that list they're part, they're part of the villains list it was such a whimper and to their credit they have x-force 11 listed well before wolverine 4 so you would have got teased for omega red and then one two three four issues would have come before you get actual omega red showing up but uh yeah. but well, how, how are you like what's your ranking now because everything's kind of up in the air after oh, this is, running yeah. of 
issues. There's there's a lot of miss. There's some new shit. Uh, there's some strong hits, but they're they're new hits. Like Hellions rises higher. Okay, that I was just gonna you got say two that. giant sizes. Like Magneto was the greatest thing I read. Deadpool was so much fun, but I'm not gonna get any more Magneto giant sizes. Uh, we're probably not gonna go back to Deadpool unless we decide to do that run. So those are kind of like thrown off to the side. Yeah. Yep. Cable, I don't care about like, and then X Factor, uh, it's too new for me to care about. Like New Mutants is probably the highest. And they just finished cleaning up a mess that they were in. So, like, good for them. But everyone else is kind of, like, chewing the scenery. Yeah, I'm with you. I, Hellions, for me, is top billing right now just because I find that the most interesting. But also, it's got that new car smell to it. Right. Um, new Mutants is very X, interesting. X-Force is still high on the X-Force is still... One thing uh, to, to note is that there's no X-Men issue in this. Yes. Drop. Good. I, I hope. Let, let's save something that's going to be decent for the next run yeah plus magneto like you can't outdo magneto's giant size like that was one of the best and so simple like uh maybe that's the fear for me with this type of run they have to keep raising the bar to the level of threats and obviously the amount of characters get included in that and the amount of villains and stakes also rise Mm -hmm. but magneto giant size was so simple and just a contained story that we hope leads to somewhere, but if it doesn't, we just get a day in the life of Magneto. Yeah, that's great. It was, it was you know, so awesome. One shots are usually not my favorite, but I mean, if that is like you said, if that is just going to be a one shot, cause it wasn't really tied to the, the storm storyline. Yeah. That we know uh, of. That we know of. Actually the next giant size is storm by the way, which is awesome. pretty cool. So she'll be in the next drop. And then um, talking about uh, giant sizes, like Phantom X is like, Weird. Cool, I got to learn some shit, but I have no idea what the fuck's going on with the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll I, I'm assuming we'll find out in the next one. Fingers crossed, right? Like, again, this, this, I, I love this series, but this wasn't my favorite kind of uh, run of Dawn of X drop. Yeah, this may be the worst one. Yeah, you might, you might, you might be right. You might be right. We'll see what happens with the next one, three, three, eight, which won't be coming up soon, but it'll be. Well, it won't be coming up next, but it'll come up. It'll be coming up soon. You know what we're gonna get in the next ones. What's that? Vampires. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck yeah, right. Well, yeah. God damn it! I just, I just forgot about them. <laughs> Vampires and Cable <laughs> with the spaceman for swords. Uh, uh, everyone's trying to get gather swords, so maybe that's another callback to that uh, one-off, because those spacemen want that light sword. Well, three, three, yeah, three, well, three, three, eight. So the next one will be Sunrise of X that we do. And that'll be the last one before we get into the Ten of Swords crossover or event. Hmm. You know cool. what I hope? I hope um, Kate has a heel turn, which in wrestling terms means she goes villainous. I love that she came back as like a clone and she's not even the real version of her. And she ends up aligning with like Shabastian Shaw. Mm-hmm. What really? Eh? You think she'd do that though? After he shot her? It's But like if, if it's not her and to my kind of random theory like all these clones aren't even really them like if he just gets in her brain first like if she's not remembering things right like he just has to be the first one to get at at her i just i want something to shake up and most of these were either starting something new or closing up like hellions we don't know how it's going to finish yet um marauders we don't know how it's going to finish yet cable two we don't know what's going on uh excalibur like they're just getting to the gate to start a fight like all this was all like Ah, give me something. And the only thing that gave me something 
like tease me to something that's going to come later or like successively close it up or show me how cute Jeff the shark is. <laughs> the add-on. It wasn't even like a main <laughs> We added Deadpool in because I was like, oh, he visits Krakoa. That's, we should include this. If, he, if we didn't find out about Jelby, I would have been upset. So I'm happy that I know that he exists. You know what's funny? You know what's going to happen is he'll, he'll pop up in like a, 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 an upcoming issue and we'll, we'll be like, if we hadn't read Deadpool, we'll be like, who the fuck yeah, is this guy? this motherfucker? Yeah. yeah. So it's amazing. I I do want more Joby stories, especially if he's just going to be a shield to everybody. Like, if people just want to live in him so he can walk around, like, I'm about it. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. If a a tertiary character from a a series that we're not even reading is kind of the highlight for the run, that's not a good run. Yeah, I know. Uh, Yeah, I I was, uh, that's what I was getting at. So, but I'm, I am interested, besides the vampires, I'm interested to see where Wolverine goes. I, I want more vampires, bro. I want Frankenstein. <laughs> let's, let's bring in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I want it. I want it. Visible Man. Let's bring in some succubus. I want peacocks. Um, yeah, but like again, we didn't get anything about the plant kind of biosphere, so I expect that probably in the X-Men. We don't mm-hmm. know what's going on with Peacock. We are we're assuming that it could be um Colossus's brother. Uh we don't know what's going on with Baby Hellfire Club. Like th- there's a lot of just looming shit that's out there. Yeah. So, well, like I said, one more drop, and then we get into the ten of swords thing. So maybe we'll get a lot more. Actually, well, we'll yeah, definitely no, get more. I think I'm done here. I think I think this is. That's fine. it. We're done. Okay. I, th- I think as far as I'm gonna go, I think I'm just gonna jump over to fucking uh, Deadpool and follow. Deadpool, just follow Deadpool. <laughs> King of funny. Monsters, bro. King of Monsters. Very funny. We come in next time, and you've read Deadpool seven <laughs> and eight, and I've read all the. <laughs> so let's talk about Jeff. You're like, no, God, no, my Jeff. Jeff. Again. Our only, our only connecting tissue would be Jelby. Jelby's a man. Jelby for president. I like. I was just like, you. No, you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> they were so quick to be like, no, you're you're good, bro. You're good. Like, yo, that that irks if I'm Deadpool, man. I'd like, be I, fucking. I'd be rattled. Are you kidding? And and from Deadpool, I've always included him in the mutant kind of hierarchy. I always thought he defaulted into mutants, but I guess not. Right? Well, so did he. He thought so as well, right? But... He's a clone, baby. He's a Phantom X, right? So Phantom X technically not a fucking mutant either. No, well, he's not on Krakoa. Well, I mean, you know, he's in the world. Right, he's a... Yeah, it's the same creation. If there's ever a time I wanted to say nobody cares, it's this run. Yeah, we don't even need to I'm bad about it. It's so bad that I... It could only be good after this. It can only be good. Yeah. So we'll see in whenever we do 338. 33.8. Soon, I gotta read it. I can't leave this bad taste of vampires in my mouth. Oh, well, trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat, man. Perfect timing. Getting is it? Is it? This is. Is it now? <laughs> is it perfect timing? <laughs> is it?